Hey, this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all. This is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead. as the character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Hey, sisters, what's going on? This is Chad L. Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. What's up? Let's talk about it. I'm Lincoln, I play Beth on The Walking Dead, and this is Sister Speak. This is John Bernthal telling y'all to listen up. Hello to the podcast, coming to you not live, but coming to you from the Philly Comic Con and sending big love. This is Sarah Callies. Bye. Hey, this is Steven Young. Hi to Sister Speak. Hey, what's up, Sister Speak? This is Lawrence Gilliard Jr., also known as Bob Stuckey on The Walking Dead. Just sending a shout out. What's up? Hi, Sister Speak. This is Alana Masterson from The Walking Dead. Denise Crosby from The Walking Dead, and I just want to welcome you to Terminus. Hello, Sister Speak. This is Jeff Cooper. Hey, it's Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead, and when I'm bored, I'm listening to Sister Speak. Hi, sisters. This is Joy from Southern California. You're not here, and neither am I. Welcome to Sister Speak, The Walking Dead where we discuss Season 5 of the AMC series, The Walking Dead, from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to Episode 37. Let's get started. Okay. Okay, we are back to talk about Episode number 3, and probably 4 and 5 <laughs> together. Well, I think... Caught, well, let's start with Episode 3, titled Four Walls and a Roof. I think... We owe the listeners some kind of explanation for the We've lateness. already said why my ass was busy. Yeah, I just want to make it clear that it's Sister K's schedule. And I could not get time to watch TV, podcast, edit, post, and do everything else mm-hmm. that I do besides yeah. just sit and talk. Yeah, but you know what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you got to say? <laughs> because. What you got to say? Your schedule is the, was the reason. Uh-huh. And it takes we time yeah, to Yeah, but we could have done it in little pieces. But anyway. No, there's no way to do that. Mm-hmm. And then edit and everything else. So <sighs> it is what it is. We are back. And we're going to talk about Four Walls and a Roof first. All right. <clears throat> Which was... A great episode. Yeah, I liked it. I really loved this episode. <laughs> Except for the fact of poor Bob. But besides well, that... you know, we knew Bob was a goner. But see, me. I knew when they was in that nasty water, he got bit. Yeah, well, he I was I mean, because that funny. thing was... Yeah, so he was acting funny, and that thing was just so close. He was acting too damn funny mm-hmm. when he came out. All so right. we... The the episode starts with them showing them eating, and I mean eating, uh, Bob's leg. You mean the terminus okay. people, right? You mean they Gareth are and his snacking, group. and one dude has his cheek so damn full he could barely chew. 
Now that's just nasty. Mm, it was so gross. Nasty. And they were smacking and slurping and smacking and slurping. And Gareth is doing all that fucking jaw jacking that he always do. Mm. Talk about, well, <clears throat> we marked our way to where y'all was at so we could find our way back. But I don't know why we finding our way back because there ain't nothing to go back to. Mm-hmm. Y'all done killed up everybody. And what made and- me mad was Martin in the background just smacking. They was all smacking. Yeah, but he, he really made me mad. Yeah. And then, have the nerve to talk about, yeah, I saw that old gray-haired bitch drive off with the archer, and I sure wish I had a piece of her, because women are so much more tasty. Ooh! My brother, yeah, Rick killed him too, or he died because of Rick too, he had a theory that women taste better because they have the extra layer of fat for childbearing, even the skinny ones. Oh, and you know what? When he was doing that explanation, I was just like so mad at him. I thought, oh, y'all are just too nasty. Y'all need to die. Y'all need to die. So Bob starts cry laughing, basically. Yeah, he was cry laughing. This is my favorite part of the whole fucking show. He (laughs) starts laughing. You idiots. You are some damn idiots. I have been bitten, you stupid well, pricks. Well, and he shows them his shoulder. Mm-hmm. I'm tainted meat. <laughs> and he's laughing. Tainted meat! You yeah. eating tainted meat! But before he did all that oh, talking. Oh, that was so hilarious to me. But before he did all that talking, and he started the, the, the laughing crying, that woman, the woman is the one that said, ooh. He done lost it now. He lasted longer than I thought he would. So, see, they used to snacking on folks while they keep them alive. Well, yeah. That's what that said to me. The whole speech he was and talking then, about. And then they How all, we do this. We didn't mean to. We didn't start out this way. But, hey, we have to do this now. But I thought it was interesting how when he was doing that crying laughing, all of them walked over to face him. They was they walked over behind kind of Garrett and to the side so they could look at him, you know, look at his face because they was kind of spread out in a little semicircle. And I thought that was interesting. And that made the impact. Well, that made the impact of what he was saying and when he showed him his shoulder even more. Now, I all think. I know is I tweeted that was one night that I was a bit, I was watching live and I tweeted this is a great lesson for everybody. <laughs> as soon as you see another motherfucker walking up to you yeah. in the zombie apocalypse. Check them first. No, you yell, tainted meat. I am tainted, tainted meat. meat. Don't yeah. get no fucking ideas, motherfucker. I Woo. love it. Tainted meat. Oh, I am tainted I meat. I mean, they spit. They started spitting and They were pissed at Gareth. Why didn't you check him? He's talking about, well, I cook, we cooked him. He should be fine. Yeah. But wait, he he's definitely spitting the shit out though. Yeah. Lady. He was kind of like rubbing his mouth like, oh yeah. shit. But that one dude behind him, he, the one with the, uh, he had so much meat in his mouth that his cheeks was right. Oh, he was pretty, almost vomiting. He Choking. was trying to get that meat out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, I thought that was hilarious. It was funny. It was good. It was good. <laughs> I mean, it didn't, I don't know they didn't mean that shit to be funny, but it's funny. <laughs> and, and wait a minute, and Gareth kicked him, wait a minute, he kicked him unconscious because he was mad, see. No, because he kept yelling, tainted meat, I'm tainted meat. You eating tainted meat, motherfucker. Mm, mm, mm. Plus, them zombies was getting agitated and shit. Yeah, they was. You know. They was so. on the other side of the windows. 
Oh, that was too funny. That and was I felt good. bad for Bob. I'm like, fuck. I know. Now, for real, we know. Not only did his leg get ate up, he's, mm-hmm. he's gone or anyway because well, he done got bit. But when he was saying that, I was laughing myself because I said, oh, yeah, maybe they'll get sick or sicker or something. Not quick enough. But Gareth had a good point, though. They they cooked the meat, so it probably I don't cooked think that it out. matters. I bet it did. They all got it. So no matter what, when you die, you're going to turn unless you get stabbed in the head. That's true. So I don't think it matters if you've eaten a... a Painted meat or not. Damn. <laughs> that is so nasty. Oh, shit. That was good, though. So, we get back to the church, and Sasha is looking for Bob. Mm-hmm. See somebody lurking in the dark. We don't know who the fuck she's looking who at. Who the hell it is? I think it's one of the Terminus people, myself, just kind of watching. Oh, scoping them out. <laughs> scoping huh? them out, but I don't know. Um, it ain't no Walker because they would have just come on out. Well, see, I thought it was Morgan. That's who I thought it was. Well, you know, it could have been. But there was somebody out there. Mm-hmm. And so she notices one of the trees is marked. And she starts looking through her scope. And here come a Walker. So you got to take care of Dan Walker. Mm-hmm. Kill him up. Rick and Tyrese come out. And she's like, look, Bob is missing. So he might be out there alone. We got to go after him. And Rick's like, well... <clears throat> Looks like Carol and Daryl also missing. Mm-hmm. They hear some rustling, so they start shooting because there's walkers coming and shit. So they run back in the church. Sasha ain't having it. She gets up on Gabriel, Father Gabriel. It's like, what the f is happening? Oh our yeah, people? that was a good scene. That was good. Yeah, that was a good. Where scene. the hell are friends? Because at? see, I don't care that they haven't shown anything but a Father Gabriel's backstory or him saying it, but something up with him. Yeah. Something is and up with him. fucking wimpy. Yeah. I mean, when she pulled her knife out, he's like, oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, but see. Um, Come on, man. Something's up with him because he's awful clean <clears throat> and fed and that church was awful clean. Well, it's going to be two years. So Rick bum rushes his ass and says, yeah, what the fuck happened? How come you got outside carving the damn uh, side of the church you going to burn for this. What the hell does that mean? What you mm-hmm. did? So he finally tells him, look, every night I lock the church. Every day I lock the church. Well, I did the same thing. After they bombed Atlanta, all the congregation started coming to the church. It was early. I didn't unlock the door. Mm-hmm. And they was begging for me to open the door. He starts breaking down and shit, which I'm thinking, oh, I was looking at them, him like, yeah. like Rick Don't was, believe like, it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He says, I had a choice. I could have. Left them in, but I didn't. They were calling my names, and then the dead came and got them. Mm-hmm. Men, women, and children. Yep. <laughs> Cheering. Children. <laughs> Cheering. So that's what he is looking all fucking squirrely and shit about. Mm-hmm. And and feeling so they, guilty. Yeah. Mm. So they're looking at his old dumbass, and they hear a whistle outside. So they rush outside. To find Bob laying in the damn yard. Mm-hmm. So they, and they uh, grab up Bob. Of course, at this point, they shooting, Rick's shooting in a couple of areas, making sure nobody come at him. Yeah. <laughs> they go back in the church. Wait, they don't carve an F and A on the fucking side of the church, just like the well, boxcar. They painted it. Whatever. Yeah. It was exactly like the boxcar. Yeah. Remember? And wait a minute. Fucking with him. That reminded me of that trough scene because he was asking them guys before he asked about the bullet okay we got some from box a they from from b oh it was awful i thought oh no they 
didn't. No, he didn't. No, yes. he didn't. Yes, he did. Mm, mm, mm. So Bob was a little heart. I know. He in there telling him, look. I, I felt bad I for him. I woke up. There's about five, six of them. They's eating my leg in front of me. Mm-hmm. Bold as you please. Mm-hmm. Rick's like, did you see Daryl and Carol? He's like, no, but they said that they drove off in a car. Mm-hmm. They seen him. And so <clears throat> they find out that Gareth is alive. I mean, of course they know they're going to have to take, they're going to have to do something. Yeah. Because they, they come, they fucking with him. Yeah. They know they fucking with yeah. him. So they're trying, so Sasha's like, let's get him some painkillers. He's in pain. He's like, no, 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 don't even bother. And he shows her his shoulder. I know. Ah, oh, her face. Her face. <sighs> but even Rick's face, Rick was like, oh, All of them was shit. like, oh, shit. Show her we can't help you. Because, well, but they come to really like Bob, though, see? Yeah, so, I did too. You know, I thought, shit. So Gabriel, he, he tells him, or Rick asks him, do you know this location? He's like, well, it's this elementary school well, close by. Uh, Father Gabriel says, look, I got, I got a cot in the back. You can lay him on that. Yeah. Because he was trying to, like, redeem something, something, you know, after he done told them how he... He basically let all his uh, his parishioners die. die. And yep. think about it. I mean, these are people that you knew and was coming to your church. That's the sad And Rick and them, he don't know them. Wait, so what are they going to do the with kids. him? That's what he said. Even the kids. Even the kids. <clears throat> but these were people that he knew. So you yep. know Rick is thinking, well, wait a minute. This fool don't even know us. So what would he do <laughs> with us? You know. So they already eyeing his ass, uh, the father anyway. So. Tyrese picks up uh, Bob and takes him to the cot, which at least that's nice. At least he was yeah. on a bed. So at this point, Abraham's like, look, I got to get Eugene to safety. We going to D.C. <laughs> yeah, Abraham is antsy. Like, I got to, we got to go. We got to go. We can't go. keep him safe. There's some shit kicking off and I ain't going to be here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, Abraham. Hey, he told Rosarita. Earlier, Rosita. Okay, whatever. He said, "Get your shit, Eugene. No, let's no. go." Well, but he had told her, "Okay, look, we're gonna have to wait till our moment." Well, that, no, that was his was, moment. No, that was last episode. No, but I'm just saying, he already had his moment. They had all agreed we're going to DC. That's true. And then Bob was fucking missing, and so is Daryl and Carol. And Rick is. I'm agreeing with Rick. Look, Daryl and Carol are gonna be back. We yeah. don't leave our people. Yeah. After five seasons. We already know. We don't leave them. They ain't people. leaving them. They ain't right. leaving them. But they, Abraham don't know that. So mm-hmm. he get rowdy back talking about, well, hey, we going to go. We're going to take the bus. Rick's like, you ain't taking the bus. He's like, oh, that was so good. I love it. He said, oh, oh, no, you ain't, you ain't taking, taking the bus. I said, woo, Rick going to get ghetto on the food. <laughs> hey, they don't know Rick. They don't know Rick. They don't know Rick. Dang. And so Abraham like, uh, we fixed it, we taking it. Mm-mm. Abraham tried to get right about it too. <laughs> yeah, but and I think Abraham but, but Abraham ain't no punk. That's what I was gonna say. See, Abraham can deal. He ain't no punk, so that would have been a good battle. Oh yeah. Okay. And I mean <laughs> yeah, Rick probably would have bit his ear off or something, uh but or you know, took a chunk out of his throat or something. But So then um mm. Tara's like, Look, Glenn's telling him, Look, you can't Either leaving at this time of night is no safer yeah. than leaving in the daytime. You need to wait. And if you wait and help us, basically help us with these motherfuckers about to come back, we know. Yeah. Then I, we will, me, me and Maggie and then Tara jumps in, we'll leave with you to yeah. D.C. We'll go, we'll go with, with you. you and help mm-hmm. protect and everything. 
<clears throat> so he thinks about it. He doesn't want to do it, but he finally does. Well, that's because Rosarita gave him the little signal, like, come on now. We got to do this. Eugene definitely don't want to go. Mm-mm. He don't so, want to go. Sasha's in there talking to Bob, and he, and, she, and he's like, look, I wanted to keep this a secret from you because I wanted to enjoy the time we had left. I knew as soon as I told you, yeah. it'd be all about the end. And I'm enjoying, I was enjoying the middle. He had a good point. Yep. Because it, what was it? It was all about the end. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because when you know it's coming, yeah. you just sad shit. I know. Oh, and that conversation, though, that was just breaking my heart because he was just... Trying to be so upbeat all the way to the end, though. Yep, he, I mean, he was. He just was. Mm, I like Bob. So then Rick and them start talking about planning. Mm-hmm. And they, of course, they don't tell us yet. But he just says, "Look, we know exactly where they are, where they are, and they're not counting on us to think straight." Which I is noticed, true. <laughs> it's true. Which is true. I noticed though. While they was, whatever plans they made, Tyrese was looking a little bit uneasy, which he always fucking does at this point. They are making me so mad with Tyrese, (laughs) though. I know. But see, this is the whole thing. I really liked that scene, though, when Rick and them was talking, because the first thing I was thinking was, yeah, see, Gareth and them, they just have not got the real feel for Rick. They don't know who they're fucking with. Rick and that group, yeah. Like he said last season. They don't know who they they fucking fucking with. Mm-mm. They don't. They, they don't, don't know what they've been through. No, they don't. They've been through some shit too. But Rick and Ann been through some shit and survived it without doing what they without did. eating each other's Thank shit. You. That's you know. the difference. Yeah, they don't mind. <clears throat> so, um, Tyrese is telling Sasha stay with Bob because when he opens his eyes, he's gonna want to see you there. Let uh, you know I'll go out with Rick and Ann, and she she knew better. She's like, no. Oh I'm hell going. yeah, she knew better. I'm going. I need to get this. I need no, to this you can done. stay here with Judah. <clears throat> That's what she said. So she gives Tyrese the knife and says, "If he if he stops breathing, you take care of it." That's what Bob would want. Yeah, which is true. But I see now on this one, I actually kind of understood what Tyrese was saying. Look, he been he knows that any amount of time that you can spend with him, spend it with him while he's still alive. That's and true. Breathing. But then he also know his sister. She wanted some fucking revenge. Thank you. She wanted revenge. Thank you. So he know his sister. Yep. And she know him. That's why she said, you stay here and protect Judith. That's what she well, said. she said if he stops breathing, you take well, care Well, but, but hey, he was going to be there with that baby too. So Rick, Abraham, Sasha, Michonne, I think it was Glenn, Maggie and Glenn too, mm-hmm. all leave, go down the road. Going to the school. This was a great... I love how they shot this. Oh, it was awesome. And the camera pans just a teeny tiny bit. And we wait like two, three seconds. And mm-hmm. here come another group coming 12 to church. And I'm like, who the fuck this? Oh, it's I knew Gareth it was. Yeah, I knew it was there. Yeah. I thought, and damn. Then, damn. I said, damn. Oh, man. <laughs> Rick and them just left. You know? I know. I was so upset. Said, come back, y'all. Shit. I was so upset. I was yelling at the TV. Can't y'all hear them wrestling toward the church? Can't y'all hear they them walking? They was all quiet, though. Yeah, they was they real was quiet. They leaving, Still. and that team was quiet mm-hmm. coming. So they go into <coughs> the church, and Gareth, of course, is all fucking doing his yin-yang talking. But I thought that was really smart, though. Trying that, to sack them out. That they had already locked themselves in the in a back room, in the furthest back room. Yeah. See, and there was two different doors, remember? Yep. I think uh-huh. they were in two different rooms, yeah. actually. 
the rest of the people there. So. But hey, one thing I like about this scene. <laughs> Wait, Gareth, I know what he was doing. He's trying to get them to come out, be yeah. all nicey-nicey, because they wanted to preserve their meals. For sure. They didn't want to shoot up their meals. But what I liked about it is when they showed in the room, little baby Carl were ready. He, he had ready. that gun cocked and ready. He was but ready. But then what happens? Oh. Baby Judah starts fucking crying. Well, first of all, he's trying to taunt the minister. Father Gabriel, yeah. we know. we. Uh, oh, oh, and this is what got me. What did Gareth say? We know you. We know that uh, what kind of person you are. If you just open the door, we'll let you go ahead and go. Now, and I got the, to wait, thinking. And I the baby. And the baby. You and the baby. Mm-hmm. And I got to thinking, oh, shit. Don't tell me that this fool is some kind of way station to send them to there. The uh, 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 <laughs> minister. Oh, I hope not. But that that I, was a little unsettling to that me. Like that. Because but what was unsettling was when he said, "We'll let you go ahead and go, and you can take the baby." Well, what was unsettling to me, uh, uh, not only with that, is that it seemed to me that Gareth, by the way he was talking to Father Gabriel, that he was just a little too familiar. You know what I mean? Could be, but I don't see it that oh, way. Okay, <clears throat> Cause I think because he I... did call them all by name. He said, "Look, I know." Tyrese there, Carl there. Because he but, knows them. Yeah. He didn't say Father Gabriel. He just said Father. He did. That, that's true. Because he, they, they already cataloged all their asses. Yeah, going out. So he knew yeah. who was left. Yeah, that's true. Hey. Actually, he didn't know Tyrese or Carol. Oh, okay. Because he called Carol the gray-haired bitch because he didn't know her that's name. That's true. And he don't know Tyrese. That's he true. He knew Sasha, though. Yeah. But that's because Sasha and Bob... Abraham Alden was at Terminus, and they cataloged their asses. That's true, though. They did. Yeah, you got it. Okay. That is right. They were there in that uh, uh, boxcar. Now, he did know Judith's name, but I I have a feeling that he ended up knowing, if he did say their names, he he knew it just because he probably asked Bob or tortured him or or something. something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, Who's there? Who is like name yeah. the people who's there and stuff like yeah. that. So that's how yeah. I took it. But but the whole point was is as he was doing all that talking, they was going to breach the door, but there was two different doors, and see they only got what four or five people, so right. they was going to have to rush both of those doors at the same time. And he knew, of course, Carl or somebody had a gun up in there, so he was trying to. And just when he decided, okay, was almost going to give the word to go, that's when baby Judas started crying. Fussing. And I said, shit, damn, Judas, hush. That's why <laughs> having a fucking baby. I know. And a zombie apocalypse is a problem. It is a problem. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know how they do that shit in slave times. You can't be running. I know. Trying to escape with the crying baby. But but they did. They did. They did. They must have like. And they they took their, their kids <coughs> too and babies stuff. down or something. I don't know. I don't know how they did that, but but yeah, that's you a know, that's a good point. Anyway. Mm. So, so oh lord, that was a mess. Get ready to get in and start shooting the door. They say, "Well, shoot the hinges out." Yeah, we'll take the hinges out. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, two of the dudes get shot. From behind. And it was stealth. It was quiet. With those silencers that Glenn found in the other episode. Right. And I was like, uh, yes! You see, I forgot about the silencers. Yeah. But man, he went, doom, doom. Sound like a little dart. Yes. Oh, it was and awesome. Gareth's face like, what the fuck? 
And so Rick, here he come with Rick. And I'm like, Dude! That was the plan all along. I was yelling and hooping. Yes. I could He's not like, put believe your it. Shit down and get your hands or put your hands up, put mm-hmm. your shit on the float. And the, there was Michonne and there was Oh, Man, it was Abraham. awesome. It was awesome. So Gareth goes to I don't even know what Gareth was getting ready to do. Well he oh, was I was he said he was getting ready to shoot into the room where Judith was. Yeah. And all of a sudden, book and his hand got shot up. Fingers missing and everything. So this fool Rick course, shot kind of his fingers off. Hollering and shit. I'm like, Yeah, shoot him again. Yeah, I was hoping he shoot him again. Oh, it was so good. And so and so when when um as the punk that he is, punk bitch, punk bitch that he is, doing all that yin yang talking. We don't as have Rick, to, as we Rick don't walked to, up on his you face, you don't have to do this. Yeah, you don't have to do I this. I can leave. Uh, uh. Everybody, and everybody, won't ever see you ever again. Well, first he said, "Everybody, put your weapons down." And that Martin guy had the nerve to try to buck up like he gonna do we something. We have no choice. And Martin says, "Oh yes, we do." And then here comes because Abraham. that's what he was talking to. Um, yeah. Uh, Tyrese about. Yep. Before I, when, when Tyrese exactly. didn't kill him. We, rem- we remember. <clears throat> but Abraham took care of that. He said, oh no, you don't. Boom. <laughs> well, he I didn't love that. They didn't shoot No, no, no. He knocked him upside the head. Yeah. Oh, that was guess, awesome. Oh, funky ass. Talk about, you don't gotta do that. You don't gotta do this. We can leave and we'll never see you again and we'll never cross paths again. And I love Rick when he said, he had his head kind of cocked aside. Yeah, but you'll come across somebody else's path. But see, you knew something was going to kick off because Rick got that crazy look. Yeah, you know how he does. Yeah. He got that crazy look. It looked like he's calm. And you're right. He just kind of tilted his head. Yeah, but you'll run into somebody else's Yeah. Path. Mm-hmm. And then Rick. And because that's what you do. Right. You told us that, didn't you? And then and when, then, when Rick put his gun down, I thought, well, what, what, what? He, he said, got that. And by the way, I made I, you a promise. I made you a promise. He took out that, that red hand of machete and just went whack, whack, woo! That was so and good. then it was on. All of them start killing them up. But they was beating them to death. They was beating them to death. Because, yeah. like Rick said, I don't want to waste your bullet. He said, "Because uh, what's his name? Gareth was talking about. Well, you could have killed us right away." It's like, oh yeah, we didn't want to waste our bullets. <laughs> I don't want to waste the bullets. And they didn't. But Abraham was brutal, though. So was Sasha. So was Sasha. Oh, she was. And there was another person. Mich- know, Michonne. Michonne. Okay. But then they kept showing other people. So Tyrese, he's looking all horrified. Glenn's Father, looking horrified. Maggie's looking horrified. Father Gabriel's looking crazy. Mm. They know what they know what done. The fuck. Thank you. Shit. Oh, and you done watch them eat fucking people. Shit. They done ate by half Bob Lee. bad a lick. Hell no. Nah. I mean, but wait a minute. It was brutal though, but it was beautifully done. But it was brutal. I mean, yeah. they beat the crap then, out of them. And then Michonne gets finds her katana on one of them, and she grabs it. Oh yeah, but she's kind of hesitant with it. Like, well, I'm like, look, girl, get your damn machete. Yeah, uh, but back. you know, she was probably just so overwhelmed that, <clears throat> oh shit, I got my shit back. And then dumbass Father Gabriel says, "This is the Lord's house." I oh. said, "Bitch, shut up!" <laughs> I, no, I was thinking. Sh- Hack his ass up. I'm mm-hmm. tired of his old funky ass. Because he done done some shit anyway. <laughs> you talking about this is the Lord's house and he done uh, pushed people out the damn Yeah, Lord's and house. locked them out and let them get chomped. But I love what Maggie says. She's like, nope, it's just four walls and a roof. There you go. Title of the episode. Mm-hmm. Boop, boop, boop. 
that was good. So the next day, Ooh, that every, was good. It was good. That was so satisfying, oh, that was though. So good. That was so satisfying. Ooh, that they were killed. And I'm thinking, yeah, it's time to move on because uh, you can't stay in there with all the, that hackedness going mm-mm, on in mm-mm, there. Mm-mm. Um, but the next day, everybody saying goodbye to Bob, you know, which is kind of sad. I know. So they all are saying their goodbyes, and Rick. Or excuse me, Rick's getting ready to go with baby Judith. He's like, no, 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 stay in here. That was a very good scene. And he's like, I want to thank you for taking me in because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Basically telling him, look, mm-hmm. just because of all this shit going on, you don't have to lose who you are. Yep. The person who would take in people mm-hmm. and give them shelter and take care of them and add them to your team. But you know what, though? Not only did Rick appreciate that, but Rick needed to hear that. Yeah. Because you remember when he had to save Carl and he built, bit Joe's neck out? Yes. You know, he needed that that calm com, coming down from that again. So now they done brutally hacked up all them folk. But yep. he needed that, see. And and he also, I think, needed it. Or I felt like, um, what you call him? Bob was letting, uh, you know, telling him not only how much he appreciated, but so Rick would not feel guilty. Yeah, See. for what they did. Yeah, not only for what I don't they think did. Rick feels guilty for that. No, but I'm not saying Rick does feel guilty. I'm saying I think Bob called himself trying to alleviate any guilt from the fact that here they are foraging and stuff, and he got bit. Oh, uh, well, that wasn't Rick's fault. <coughs> no. That was that damn uh, preacher's fault. <laughs> I would have let him got bit up by that old, old girl in the pearls. <laughs> that was his wife. I don't think that was his that wife. That was his wife, yeah. It was. So anywho, <coughs> so Sasha and Bob are talking and he and he dies, you that know, was like sad. a mid conversation. That was sad. That was sad. So she starts crying and she gets her little knife out and then Tyrese comes in and says, Let me have the knife. Yeah. Go that, outside. That was good. And I'm thinking, finally shit, Tyrese, do something. Fucking useful, all them fucking big ass arms, and you just sitting there <laughs> holding this damn baby. <sighs> Shit. So he he gets that was nice though. He gets Bob so that he don't turn. Yeah, but you know what? <clears throat> One thing I did notice, and I did like, and that is you notice because Bob is is a person that they like and stuff. He stabbed him in the head gently though. Yeah, real gently. Yeah. He just pushed the knife in yep. sideways and. And slid it back out. You know, yeah. he, they didn't do that that psycho uh They do that scene. when it's not like they ain't trying to fight. Yeah. They all do that. Mm. Even in other episodes, they've done that. But I'm glad they finally had Tyrese doing something. Yeah. Hopefully this is the turn for him to understand that shit. Sometimes you got to do stuff you don't like. Yeah, this you like to kill some shit. Quit fucking crying about it. Yeah. <sighs> so anyway... So the next scene, Abraham is rounding up Rosita, Eugene, Glenn, and Maggie. He gives Rick a map, showing him the route to D.C. and says, look, once Daryl and Carol come back, y'all come on and follow yeah, us Yeah, follow us. And come that way we can all be there together when the world, you know, mm-hmm. gets back together. <coughs> so they drive off. And Rick opens up the map. And he's written in there, sorry I was such an asshole. I know. You know, come... But come to Washington, the world's going to need Rick Grimes. Mm-hmm. So that was I cute. thought that was very nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. But I don't like the fact that Maggie and Glenn went. Because I don't think they would have. But they promised. I know, but I, 
I think, and I don't know, the expressions on their faces are like, oh, yeah, we promised, but now we got to actually fucking go. Exactly. But, but that's because, for whatever reason, they've made Glenn the little moral authority like Herschel was for this, for know. this group now. So, of course, he's going to live up to his uh, 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 word, you know, <clears throat> because he did say that. Maggie and I go with you. I give you my word. And then Tara said, yeah, I'll go too. Yeah. If you help us now. Well, they helped. So, you know, he had to go. Well, after that, then Tyrese is digging graves. And so Rick goes and helps him. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, are they going to bury all them fools or just Bob? Because I wouldn't bother burying them other fools. I think they probably buried the other ones too. I wouldn't Don't you think? Well, it may be. Because Bob... Is one grave. Rick started. Uh, I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're gonna. Why they're gonna was bury he digging them. another grave? I mean, that yeah. means they're gonna be burying all of them. Well, they might have put them all in one grave though, because they. No, that's not right. Okay, you don't put Bob with them fools. No, no, I meant the other fools. Oh yeah, you stack all them up. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they probably gonna stack all the rest of them fools up because they act them up. Good. I wasn't even bother digging but, for them. But you know they gonna do that. I'm just so. taking them to the back and burn them up. Or something. Nah. Actually, I left them in there and said, we got to go. We ain't seen in here. They took them out to bury them because <laughs> yeah. of the priest. So. Because of Gabriel, I'm sure. Rick's talking to Tyrese and said, look, I don't even know how you got to Terminus or what happened to you on the way. Mm-hmm. And Tyrese just says, it killed me. Mm. And Rick tells him, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. <clears throat> you still Because your big ass. I wanted him to say, because your. <laughs> I wanted him to say, no, it didn't, because your big ass is still up in here, sniveling about it. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Make me sick. So, that night, um, Michelle's on the porch of the church, looking at her katana, and then somebody comes out on the porch. Well, it, looked, it was Father Gabriel. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, as soon as she heard the door open, it looked like she was, like, not wanting them to see that she was... Looking at her katana, it's mm-hmm. like she put it away real quick. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what that was about. But if we're gonna, if we take what she said last episode about not missing her katana, I'm thinking maybe she's like, maybe I don't want to keep this thing. Oh no, she wants to keep it. Oh no, that's what I think. No, but I, don't know I why think if anything, well, because if anything, <laughs> she probably didn't want Rick or someone that she was saying that shit to. Yeah. To see her admiring her katana so much because she was admiring that thing. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, shit, yeah, I got my shit got back. My shit back. Mm-hmm. So Father Gabriel comes out. I didn't even know what his conversation was. Well, what for? I don't even know. It don't, Damn. It don't matter. I don't care. He's either. talking about, I guess, being traumatized by what he did or whatever, mm-hmm. seeing their faces. I don't care about him. Fucking sleep. They need to like, kill him and go on. That don't go away. That's all she's saying. Yeah. They heard some rustling. So she gets up, and of course, that little motherfucker weasel runs right back in the church. In the church. <laughs> so she goes to investigate. And I'm like, oh, don't fucking have nothing happen to Michonne. I know it. So, and she, we see some rustling. Mm-hmm. Someone come out the bushes and it's Daryl. So, she starts smiling and grinning. But then she's looking at him crazy. And I'm like, oh, hell, what? And so, he's just standing there looking at her. She's like, uh, where's Carol? And he looks kind of sad. And he turns around and goes, come on out. And what? that's the end of the episode. He just looks to his left. Yeah. Because he's looking at someone saying, come on out. <laughs> and then they end it. Damn. I was like, damn. Damn. Who is it? I don't know. And they still ain't shown that <laughs> shit. 
hate when they do that shit. I know. I know. Okay. So, do we want to talk about our email first from then? Or do we want to keep going and do all the email at the end? Let's do all the email at the end. Okay. So, let's talk about... The next episode. Episode 4, titled Slab Down. Excuse me, Slab Town. This is the best episode. <clears throat> this is the best episode. Now, mm. when I found, when I saw the previews, and I said, oh, fuck, this is going to be best episode. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. I can't handle a fucking best episode again. But I will say. It was interesting. I liked it. It was I interesting. I actually enjoyed the episode a lot. I didn't enjoy it a lot, but it was interesting. <clears throat> I did, because I like seeing some different people. Mm. I liked. I didn't like them people. I didn't like the people, but it was an interesting story, and it kind of showed how the slight crazy, I mean, how people are trying to help and how that shit derails, kind of like with Terminus, and with Rick and the group, too, over the seasons, when they've tried to take people in and the shit they get caught up with, the same kind of thing. Anywho, but at least we know now about the damn car with the fucking cross on the back. Yeah. Who they were and where they was coming from. Yep. So Beth wakes up in a hospital room, <clears throat> looks out the window, sees burnt out, which I assumed automatically it was Atlanta. It is Atlanta. And it is. And so she starts beating on the door. <clears throat> let me out. Let me out. And this doctor and a cop come in. Dr. Stephen Edwards and Officer Don Lerner come in. And they tell her they found her on the side of the road. They picked mm-hmm. her up. They patched her up, and the and the police officer says, "And now you owe us." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, uh, shit. yes, that's what I said." <clears throat> Is she looking crazy anyhow? Mm-hmm. That cop? Is she looking mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Why have a bitch locked up?" That was the first clue. Yeah. Locked in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. So Beth is put to work as like the nurse. So I'm wondering because they never say this or show it, and she told him. My daddy used to be a vet and I used to help people, help him with people, or if they just said, look, we're going to help, have you help. Maybe, maybe she did mention that. <coughs> I don't know. I mean, they didn't show that part, so I don't know. So this Dr. Edwards, he's Stephen Edwards, he's pretty nice, and so he's kind of talk, showing her around, and he takes her to this patient's room that's on life support. He turns it off, and she's like, wait, what, what, what's going on? He's like, look, if they don't get better... In like a day or two, Don calls it because we don't want to waste resources. Mm. So that's, you already know Don's a mm-hmm. mean old whatever. Although, I mean, what you going to do? You can't have him on life support forever. Well, but. <clears throat> Using up your shit. So he then wheels the corpse. He, he stabs him in the head, kind of like Tyrese did, Bob, yeah. real soft and slow. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't turn. And he starts wheeling him down the, the hallway. He's like, okay, well, um, so we need to take care of this because he's getting cold. And so she's like, uh, what? So Beth goes <clears throat> with him. So Beth goes with him and he basically says, we toss him down the elevator shaft. The bottom floor, the windows are busted out, so the walkers are down there. But if we throw these bodies down while they're warm, they kind of help clean up, mm-hmm. eat them. Mm-hmm. And we ain't got to go down there. And do nothing else with the body. So he basically throws that body down the elevator shaft. Mm. And it goes splish, splash. Mm-hmm. Nasty. And then you hear walkers coming. I know it. See. Ooh. I know. So then 
Little Beth goes to the hospital cafeteria get some food. And I'm thinking, okay, what kind of food is this? Because now I'm fucking paranoid about <laughs> after two years how people getting some food. Yeah, but see, they's in a big old hospital, so they got a commissary uh, no. supplies or something. We find out later they done ran out of food. Mm-hmm. Well, he says later that meat that she was eating or that she picked up was guinea pig. Yeah, they breed them down in the lab. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'm like, ugh. And her I face, know. he's like, have you tried it? She's like, no. And he said, go ahead and try it. And her face, I, I thought, she, I know. I thought but she did a good job of she, that. She took one bite, She's though. like, um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know what? I thought about it, though. And I thought, well, but see, it ain't like catching a rat out in the street and eating it. You know, they they breed them down in the lab. So, Damn. so you know. Woo! But Love. while she in the house in the cafeteria, this old officer Gorman. Oh, he's a horny dog. He, he is nasty. He's one of them horny dogs, you know. And you could tell. He says, "Oh, you're looking much better." Mm-hmm. I mean, she immediately was like, mm. mm-hmm. "Before he even said nothing wrong." Well, because you could tell by his his yeah. whole demeanor and he everything was that he was probably used to harassing the women. So he's you like, know? "We rescued you from the walkers. You're looking much better." When we got there, one of them was looking at your thighs. Mm-hmm. That was your first clue. Yeah, that's your first clue. When I got there first. Mm-hmm. Shit. And she you looked at him. nasty bastard. Mm, mm, mm. He's like, well, you know, when someone does you a favor, it's customary to say thank you. And she just looked at him. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, or do you want me to write down everything that you're taking? She just turned around and walked off, which is good. Because yeah. What you going to say to that? Yeah. That was the best thing she could have done. Just go on. Yeah. So she takes the food up to the doctor. Because mm-hmm. I think she's thinking, well, shit, I'll just say it was for him. Yeah. <laughs> so I went and got his bill. And I went and got his plate. Said, here, you know. Yeah. She's like, hey, I'm not eating because the more I take, the more I owe. And I want to get the fuck up out of here. And he says, well, look, he says, tell him it's for me. And then he, he, he That's when he gives her eat. some yeah. like, guinea pig. She's like, mm-hmm. nah. Well, but hey, she got to eat something. <laughs> so at that point, the officer Don comes in and says, look, we have a new patient. So they're trying, he, they're trying to get him to save this patient. One of the other police officers is whispering to Don, and she's all of a sudden urgently telling him, try to save this patient, try to save him immediately. And he's saying, look, he's got all these injuries. I don't know if I can save him. He's, he's going into, he can't breathe. She's like, save his ass. So he starts working on him. To try to save him, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> gets his she he I guess he had a collapsed lung, so he helped you know right. spear his lung so he could start breathing. She's like, okay, is he gonna make it? And he's like, oh, I don't know. He fell from a fucking building. Mm-hmm. He's got internal injuries, and I don't have the equipment or the stuff, the medicine to help get him healed. So I can't tell you that for sure. She turned around and slaps Beth because she pissed. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, hell no. This I bitch know it. I think this bitch got to go. I don't care. She is a fucking sheriff. Or now, police officer. Beth is annoying, yes. But she ain't done nothing. She didn't do a damn thing. Smacking her upside her damn head. Making her stitches bleed. But she did it because she could. Yep. Because mm-hmm. she couldn't slap him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck mm-hmm. this. No, uh-uh. You don't be popping off our people. <laughs> we the only one can pop our people. Hey, ain't that the truth? You know? Shoot. So later on. That was really annoying. Was, I know. I was like, what the F? 
Mm-hmm. So then later, the doctor is, you know, cleaning her face up and stuff and gives her some new clothes. He's like, okay, Noah sent you some new clothes. So she puts on the new shirt and <clears throat> inside one of the pockets, she finds a little lollipop. A little green lollipop. Yeah. So she starts smiling. So at this point, or the next scene we see, um, when she gets done changing, they're coming in the hallway holding this woman who's struggling. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she, apparently she tried to run off. Yep. Got bit by one of the walkers in the arm. And they talking about they're going to amputate. She's like, no, no, no. Don't do that. They're trying to give her medicine. She's saying, no, no, no. Dawn is like, um, well... She made her choice. Don't let her have any anesthesia. But you're going to take this arm off. We ain't letting her die. Mm-hmm. And she, so this girl, which is very interesting, starts screaming at Dawn. You can't control them. You can't control them at all. <clears throat> Screw you and your little bitch talking to Officer Gorman. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, you whore. And Dawn makes him leave the room. Mm-hmm. So That's then, right. Yeah. When um, she's like, you can't control them. Dawn says, I will do. I will. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is she talking about? Mm-hmm. <coughs> this was an awful scene. It was. Because they show them yeah. sawing through her, her arm. Mm-hmm. No anesthesia. Beth was she's trying screaming. to run out. And they, they made Beth <laughs> hold her down. Yep. So then Beth got to change clothes again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she goes to the laundry room and there's Noah. Little everybody hates Chris. Isn't that the hates Chris? Boy? Yep. Anyway, so he's but all he's grown, grown up. up now. He's cute. Mm-hmm. So I liked him. I liked his scene. He's I like, do like him. I'm from the lollipop gang, you know? She's like, oh, okay. Because at first she looked at him sideways, mm-hmm. you know? Because she don't yeah, know. Yeah, but hey! So I like, he's like, well, you know, me and my dad were in a bad way. And they said they couldn't save my dad. But now I know why. Because mm-hmm. he was bigger and stronger. Yeah. They couldn't control him. And they felt like I was weak. Yep. He said, but they don't know me. Mm-hmm. They don't know shit about me. I'm planning to leave this place. Because mm-hmm. they think I'm weak and they think I, I'm not strong mm-hmm. <coughs> and I'm not fast. And then, but see, when he had that it, conversation with Beth, that's when I think that was the first inkling when I really, it really honed into me. Oh. If you are strong, then they're going to kill your ass anyway. If you right. too strong, if they perceive you to be right. too physically That's strong. That's what saying. Yeah. And he's letting them think that. Yeah. And he said, but they don't know shit about me. And they don't know. He said, they don't know who I am. They don't know who you are. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he recognized she had some fight in her. Yeah. He basically trying to tell her, look, keep acting like you act. Yeah. Keep it on the down low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. <clears throat> So, um, later, Dawn brings Beth a tray of food, and I'm thinking, oh, hell. Yeah, what was this effing conversation for? I think she's trying to tell her, look, get her to stay there and quit fucking, you know, to try to explain to her, look, this is what we do here. We bring people in. We help out, but we need everyone's help to help us out. Trying to smooth Mm -hmm. the waters over. Yeah. She just yelled at her ass and popped her upside the head. Yeah. I think it was her way of apologizing to her and getting her to eat to quote unquote keep her captive and say, yeah. you got to pay off the shit you just ate. <laughs> yeah, probably. So you got to keep working. <laughs> <laughs> but then this chick starts talking about, I'm just trying to keep everybody alive until we get rescued. Mm-hmm. And I 
getting rescued and Beth looked at her crazy too. Like, what? I bet they've heard some radio broadcast <laughs> or something from other groups like Terminus was broadcasting. That's the first thing I thought. Like Terminus was broadcasting to uh, bring people to them. Maybe they've heard some like broadcast from other little groups or something like uh, uh, somewhere along the way. I don't know. To give her she, that idea. We know that's crazy, but they don't know apparently. So then later, Beth is kind of humming, and she's cleaning the blood off of the uh, off the floor in the Joanne's room, the one that got her arm amputated. And so Joanne wakes up and says, "Oh, that's nice. I like to hear you know that song. It's nice." And so um, Beth is like, "Oh, I'm so sorry about your arm." Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> Joan just says, um, "Dawn can control them, but she doesn't want to because it's easier. It's easy to make the deal with the devil when you're not the one paying the price." Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, now, snap. Now, this is my question. And so then Beth asked, what is he doing to you? Mm-hmm. And that's when you got your first inkling. Oh, well, not first, but you know. Yeah, it's you already knew. It's solidified, that yeah. That Dawn knows. Well, of course. This fool is doing all this shit. She well, ain't course. doing nothing about it. Because she's making those women, the, the women ones. Uh, pimping them uh, out. Pimping them out. Yeah. Okay, this is my thing. I was talking to another person because <laughs> the first time I watched this episode, I was sitting there thinking the story that she told uh, Beth about, you know, how things transpired and, and why they were at the hospital and stuff. My question was, well, hell, since she killed the, cat, the, the, the police chief and now she's chief, how come them dudes that look big and strong and able-bodied to me, how come they didn't, haven't killed her yet? But I see that it's because she pimps out the, the, the girls and stuff to, uh, to the people. To keep them calm. To keep them placated. And they th- I think they ha- she has just enough fierceness to her. Right. And she has rank on them, too. Well, I so. think it's just the fact that she probably has had to fight to get where she is. Exactly. And we find out later that she ended up killing the main dude. Yeah. Because he got some crazy shit going. So they're probably a little scared of her. Yeah. Because she don't mind fucking with them. But you know what? <laughs> keep the peace so that you can calm your fucking ass down and I don't have to kill you. This is what I'm going to let you do. Yeah. And the, that's what she's doing. The problem is she just needs to fucking kill them. Yeah. If she can't control them. But she's not going to do that, though. She ain't doing that, though. Because she needs them. She's she got to run the hospital. She don't need them. Well. But she, she thinks she do. She thinks she do. So Beth is, is making up her bed and trying, and she's looking for her little lollipop. Mm-hmm. And that, that horny toad ass bastard comes in there. Fucker comes in there with her lollipop and starts sucking on it. Ow! I said. And then damn. he brings it to her and makes her suck on it. Mm. That was the nastiest shit. I know. I was like, okay, I hope they got a new fucking. Sucker. I know you was freaking out. In between. <laughs> Because, hey, you, you got to, uh, you know, yeah. She don't know this fool. He's just an extra actor. Mm-hmm. Come on the scene after f- season fucking five. Mm-hmm. I hope they got another green lollipop for her. Because that's just fucking nasty. That was nasty. Okay? That was nasty. But I felt so bad for her because she was like, you know, she wanted, you could tell she wanted to do something, but she really couldn't. Mm-hmm. She ain't had, well, had she didn't have nothing shit, yet. Had no shit to do. I mean, she ain't never had this kind of situation come up yet mm-hmm. in her life and shit. So, Edwards, finally the doctor comes in. He's like, Gorman, leave her alone. Mm-hmm. And Gorman, motherfucker, said, well, she should have been mine. Damn. Not yours. 
Oh, Lord. And so then that doctor says, well, huh, what happens if, <clears throat> when you get sick one day? Mm-hmm. You don't want somebody to help you. Mm-hmm. And that Gorman turns around and says, oh, yeah, it'll be somebody, but it ain't going to have to be you. Mm-hmm. And maybe... She won't even be in charge, meaning Don. So yeah, see, scoping out. Yeah, see, I want to take over for exactly. her. Exactly, and see, I, I'm surprised they haven't yet. I mean, you know, because yeah, if nothing else, because she lets him have free reign. Yeah, but if but if nothing else, the male ego would start kicking in. Uh, like I said, I think she's scared. They're scared of her, mm-hmm. or at least him. Because mm-hmm. those kind of people are fucking cowards on the inside. That's true. They are. They're cowards. Mm-hmm. So she's she's put some kind of fear into him. He don't go too far with her. But she's not help, stopping him from doing anything from anybody else. Yep. So then Beth is asking the doctor, why do you stay there? You can leave whenever you want to. And he takes her down to the basement and shows her, uh, every time I think about leaving, I come down here. And he starts banging on, banging on the wall. Here come a whole bunch of walkers. Oh, it was a bunch of A of bunch. Them. So he like, and he, and we forget, you know, not everybody is like Rick's group. Exactly. They don't know how to fucking take exactly. care of themselves and Exactly. Shit. Yeah, so we spoil with we Rick spoiled. and them because they, they, yeah. they, they brutal. <clears throat> so then he takes her to the roof and they, he starts showing her and that's when he tells the story of how they got there. Mm-hmm. The city started getting bombed. They had, you know, there were some people that were injured and he begged Don to let him help a kid and said, look, when we help him, he gets better. He could help us out by working. Right. And it turned into this. Yeah. Basically. But now that rooftop was nice. They had a garden up there. Yeah. They had some trees. Yep. That's a fruit trees up there. They had a, yeah. So they was growing their own fruits and vegetables. Well, you need to. Mm-hmm. So um, then he... Uh, she's like, well, I better get back. He's like, okay, can you talk, check in on Mr. Trevitt and give him 75 cc's of clozapine. <laughs> so she goes down and she does that and Noah comes in to talk to her and all of a sudden, Mr. Trevitt starts having fucking convulsions and dies. He did that shit on purpose. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hell. <laughs> so Don's pissed. Noah takes responsibility, says, hey, I accidentally tripped over the wire, unplugged it, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, he died. And Beth's like, no, that's not what happened. So they take little Noah away and beat his ass. They beat him up. And Don's, and, uh, excuse me, uh, Beth is telling the doctor, why are you letting him do it? No, that's not what happened. He's like, well, you gave him the clonazepam or whatever the hell it's called. She's like, no, <laughs> you told me clozapine. He's like, uh-huh. mm-hmm. you got yeah. it wrong. No, no. She didn't no, get it wrong. Thank you. Because her, her daddy was a doctor. Exactly. And she no meds. And she no medication. And she started looking at him like, oh, what this fool doing? And see, but one thing I can say, <laughs> even though, like you, I didn't want another Beth episode, but this has been the best episode for her. Yeah. Because throughout this whole episode, you can tell just by the nature of her traipsing through the woods well, first of all seeing her daddy beheaded by the governor and then traipsing through the woods with Daryl and stuff she is real cautious now and you notice how when this stuff happens and she she just sit there looking and she just looks she don't say a whole uh-huh. lot because she's thinking oh, right shit. she's like okay how am I going to the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah see I like that though uh-huh. I like that about her says, no you did it wrong and she just looked at him like mm-hmm. she looked at him because she said okay this mm-hmm. motherfucker <laughs> 
She looked at him like, mm, okay. okay. I'm going to have to deal with this okay. motherfucker. <laughs> okay. I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but. I'm going to have to deal with you. I got this in my memory bank. Yep. That's what she did. She put it in her little memory bank. So then Dawn confronts Beth about what happened. And Beth is like, well, why did you beat him knowing that it wasn't true? And yeah. Like, I had to. I had to send a message. <clears throat> Keep the system going. And Beth's like. Yeah, you're letting the officers have their way with everybody else. And and this is when she actually admits and says, hey, the wars keep my officers happy. And the happier they are, the harder they work to keep us safe and going. Yep. But so damn. then later, Beth is telling Noah, who's all fucking beat up. Oh, yeah. I'm escaping with you. Mm-hmm. She He's said- like, okay, well, the best way is to slip out through the basement, but we need the elevator key. So And that's in Don's office if you can get it. So oh, this was harrowing, though. Oh, this was so good, though. So Beth sneaks <clears throat> into Don's office, and she's looking for the key, rounds the desk, and there is poor Joan, one-armed Joan, now, dead. She done killed herself with the fucking pair of scissors. Yep, she committed suicide. Committed suicide to get away from that fool. Mm-hmm. So she dead. So Beth is, you know, looking at her, and she finds, like, okay, let me go ahead and... Well, Beth wanted to hurry up because she knew. Oh, she gonna, shit. Yeah. She's going to be tiring it. So she looks in this file cabinet and sees a wallet, pulls out this ID, and you can see on the back of it something hospital on it. That's for later. Is that Trevitt was a doctor. Okay. But anywho, so she looks into the desk and finds the key. As soon as she gets up from shutting the drawer, here comes fucking Gorman. Ooh, shit. Talking about, oh, what's she doing in here? Basically... He's like, well, uh, I don't know. We don't have to tell her as long as you're nice to me. Trying to molest, basically oh. molesting her. And he, what he was, he was filling her up and everything. Yes. Thank goodness, Beth. He's like, well, the one thing about you that's better than Joan is you're not a fighter. She bangs him upside the head with that glass of lollipops. Mm-hmm. He falls on the floor because when she had turned around, she saw jo- Joan's hands twitching. Twitching. So she Joan knew she was getting ready to turn. Turned. And bites Gorman in the neck, which I was like, yeah! yeah! Oh, that yeah. was the best death, though. It was. It was the so appropriate death for, so this, for this molester. So then, Beth is walking down the hall <clears throat> from the office, and Dawn comes by and says, uh, Beth, because her eyes are all wide. Well, she's traumatized. Yeah, she is. I mean, she is. More from fucking Gorman than the day yes. Walker. Yeah, because she's never had nobody do that to her. Nope. So, she's like, are you okay? Beth's like, uh, yeah, but Joan is looking for you. I think her and Gorman went into your office. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, Beth, send her to the fucking office. Yeah, so they can chomp. Chomp her ass. On the Talking Dead, she mentioned, the girl who plays Beth said, that Beth didn't intentionally send her there to get chomped. No, she didn't. But I think she did. Well, and yeah, yeah, because to me, it would have been better if she did. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, they, they went to your office, but she said, and I guess she would know, because it's her character, mm-hmm. that that wasn't Beth's intention. Yeah, she said Beth did, just wanted to get her gone so yeah, she, could, she could run off uh, run. with Noah. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, so her and Noah get to the elevator shaft. He, he lowers her down. That was a good scene, too. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes down, but then he gets caught up through one of the floors, elevator shaft, when a walker comes through the doors, because the doors are half mm-hmm. open. So he ends up falling, hurting his leg. 
So he's limping. But they make their way through the little basement, shooting up a couple of walkers. Finally getting outside. And I love this slow-mo scene where they're running. Yeah. Beth is shooting because she got Gorman's gun, which was smart before he... That was very smart. She's shooting up some walkers so that they can get through. Noah runs and gets out through this gate. But then by the time he gets out and she's got kind of overcome by walkers, Dawn and her other officers get there and start... Shooting. shooting up, but they catch her. They capture mm-hmm. Beth. But I love the scene where she's on the ground getting handcuffed, and she sees that Noah's free, and she kind of smiles. She smiles. I yeah. like that scene. But the reason why he made it through that gate is because his ass is so skinny. Skinny, skinny little thing. And I'm thinking, okay, but he wiggled through there though. He wiggled through. Mm-hmm. So then they're back in Beth's. Excuse me, in Dawn's office, and mm. she's asking Beth about, you know. What happened and why did she try to escape and this and that and the other. And I love it when Beth finally said, ain't no one coming. Ain't mm-hmm. no one coming. You are make, you are killing up everybody in this situation yeah. for no reason. Because no ain't nobody reason. coming. Nobody coming. <clears throat> so then Dawn sees the picture of her and that other fool, which, you know, that she ended up having to deal with, broke. And then she starts, and then she beats Beth. She hits her from one side of the face, but when mm. we see Beth again, her whole face is jacked up. Mm. So the doctor is saying, oh, you're, you're healing up pretty good. In another couple of days, you'll be able to get back to work. And he gets ready to leave, and she says, sly as anything. Um, what'd she say? Did she say? Uh, she asked him about... Why did you give? Why did you have me give Mr. Trevitt the wrong information? No, she said Dr. Trevitt. Dr. Trevitt, uh, the wrong information. Uh, inf- <laughs> medication mm-hmm. why'd you want him dead he's mm-hmm. like uh, uh what do you mean she's like, oh i know he was a doctor mm-hmm. he's like well i knew him actually yep <clears throat> and if i'm and she says oh so if you're if you're if there's another doctor here you don't think they would have protected well you? the whole point is this yes he is a doctor but he was like a lab doctor or something the guy that he had her kill he was an actual cdc no, I think he was physician a physician or something. Oncologist or something. Yeah, he was an oncologist. But yeah, so he was a higher, higher level doctor. Yeah. And he knew that. Uh, that man would have been out for months. He was yeah. no shape. I mean, even if he wouldn't have killed him, yeah, it would have taken the, him a long time yeah, to recover. Yeah, but this is a lesson of what people, just do. like Gareth and everything, what people will yeah. do. To survive. To survive. Mm-hmm. And so then he leaves the room and she snatches up the little scissors that he had left in there to, to bandage up her, whatever he was bandaging up on her. So she starts walking down the hallway with them She scissors. was going to kill his ass. I think she was going to kill him. She was going to stab his ass. And they run in with a gurney, with a woman on it. And as the gurney passes her, we see that it's uh, Carol. Carol. And, and she's beat up. Yeah, she looks... Hurt. She looks dirty and, and, and hurt, yeah. <laughs> and so Beth stops, and that's the end of the episode. That was good. That was good. I'm like, Carol! Damn. What happened to Carol? I know it! Ooh. <sighs> that mm, was a good mm, one, too. Mm. That was very it good. Because it gave us a little bit at the end of what we were hoping to see. Uh-huh. Is why is Daryl by himself? Yeah. And who he got with him. Yeah. So obviously wasn't Carol. Yeah. So... But the theories abounded because some people on Twitter after that episode were saying, ooh, I wonder if Carol's faking to get in there. To get in there. To get Beth. Yeah. 
But she looked like she was really hurt. Well, she was dirty and stuff, so yeah, I mean, she looked it. But she you know, it, they could do that. You never know. Yeah. They, you uh, yeah. never know. You never know. <laughs> but, um,. <laughs> Yeah, that episode was better than I thought it would be. Way better than I thought. Mm-hmm. Because I really wasn't feeling Beth by herself. Me but either, but that was pretty I damn like good. I like Noah was, got away, and I'm hoping in the future episodes, he can kind of join them somehow. Yeah. And... I think he's... I, I, when he <laughs> told her the story about his father, he said, well, I, we're from Virginia, but I, <clears throat> but I'm here because... Now that I'm here, I'm going to escape this place and I'm going to go find my uncle. Yeah. And I think Morgan going to be his uncle. That's Ooh, what I think. That would be so cool. I think Morgan is the uncle that Why? He, he's going to meet up with. Why? Because I got to make all black people related? No, but I'm just saying. Just the, no, just the way he was saying it, like, because his uncle knew stuff. Mm. Go back and look at that scene. Yeah. I just had a feeling that I bet you he's going to meet up with Morgan because Morgan is his uncle. Well, that'd be interesting. Oh, that'd be good. But that'd then be I'd so be a good. little annoyed that they're making all these black people related. But I wouldn't relate to nobody. No, but I mean that we got a new... We killed off one, we got another one, but he's related to another one that we got. Well, but Father Gabriel ain't related to nobody. Oh, Father Gabriel's Dominican. He ain't black. He's Dominican or Cuban or something. <laughs> Why are you looking at me, Sister he J? He is not. Yes, he is. No, he isn't. Yes, he is. Go look that man up. He is Hispanic. He is not black. Oh, he looked black to me. Well, I mean, they have black African blood in them, but you know what I mean. Anywho. For all intents and purposes for the TV show, he black. He got no, dark skin. No, he's not. Oh, mm. my goodness, Sister J. You are so ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. But anyway, that was a good episode. I actually it was good. Really enjoyed it. It was good. All right. Okay, so the last one to catch up on uh, is no. Well, it is because it's the behind. We're not behind on the other one. Oh, okay. Technically, we're not behind on the other one. Technically, <clears throat> episode five is the other. The last one that we're technically behind on. Okay, cool. Let's go titled on. Titled Self Help, and this is the one that was Abraham, Rosita, Tara, Glenn, and Maggie, and Eugene. Centric, mm-hmm. but really centered around Abraham. It really did, and and now I like this episode though. I thought it's pretty good. It, yeah, uh, I didn't like it as much as others. Well, no, but but I I thought it was still like, pretty good. I, okay, did we need to have all that backstory? I don't fucking care. Excuse my French about Abraham or Rosita's backstory. I would rather see. A Michonne backstory, uh, well, or yeah, or a Glenn backstory, like uh, like before the shit happened, or right when the shit happened. Well, they kind of showed us a Michonne backstory as to yeah, her but two I would pets. like to show more. I'd like to see more of her shit, right? Or Sasha and um, what's his names or Daryl's. Well, they they Abraham. showed his backstory because they wanted you to know to get the full effect of. Why he is so adamant about protecting Eugene. (sighs) Whatever. You know. And it's just too bad, though, that his wife uh, didn't. See, now this is what. She probably didn't understand enough that he went berserk like that and killed all them folks to protect them. Well, see, when I was watching. But she was scared of him, though. Well, see, that's the thing. When I was watching it, I was thinking, okay, was he beating his wife? No. And then at the end, I realized no. But, I mean, it was just strange to me 
why she would be that fucking freaked out by him. And the kids even look scared. Kind of mm-hmm. like going back to fucking True Blood, that little black girl in the church. Every day. Every fucking scene. Every scene. Even when there was nothing scary in the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm yeah. thinking, okay. So, <sighs> the flashback is he's beating this fucking fool to death with a can in his hand. Mm-hmm. He walks to find his wife and kids. They're cowering under a fucking desk. Well, they turn around and look at him the like register. he's whatever. And they turn around and look at him like he's going to beat their ass. Why? I mean, I get the fact that you haven't seen your husband or your father in this light. But it's a fucking zombie apocalypse. People are eating people. But that's why. And now you're going to look fucking scared because he's trying to protect you? I just didn't like the way that they did that. Well, but uh, they don't care that you don't like it. That's the explanation of it. Well, I want to know what other people think because did you? Did you think that made sense that they would be that fucking terrified they'd run off? No, I didn't think that they would run off. Don't come find us. Yeah. I didn't, that don't make no fucking sense. I didn't understand that part. Unless not, he's being ass. Not unless they were not unless they were estranged in the first place. See, that's you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now that's the way I took it. Like, yeah, because he was beating her ass or something. Yeah, could be. That's what I'm saying. That's why I thought the whole episode that maybe he was abusive to her. Mm-hmm. And the kids. Because why else would they be that scared? They was cowering. Because they were, thank you, like mm-hmm. the little black girl in True Blood Church. Oh, Lord. Let's leave her out of it. Anyway, <coughs> yeah, so there's there's even more backstory to that then. Yeah, so why? I don't get it. I don't, I, I <coughs> oh, mean, they had to fill it up. And that's why I'm like not liking it as much because we don't need to fill up shit with them. Well, I thought the sex scene between him and Rosarita was stupid. <coughs> oh, gosh. Well, it was just dumb. So and it wasn't even necessary. Let's work through it. Well, quickly. hurry up. Quickly. Hurry up. I know. <laughs> they all in the fucking bus. Rosita's talking about his hair, Abraham's hair, and they're gonna she's gonna cut it for him. So that mm-hmm. shows that they kind of have a relationship, which we knew. Yeah. And then Tara's talking to Eugene about his mullet. She's trying to joke with him, but he ain't joking. No, he's not. He's looking scared already he's looking though, scared, isn't he? Yes. Maggie and Glenn are talking, and they try to talk to Eugene and say, okay, so when we get you there, how long going to take you to get this shit together? Mm-hmm. And he goes through all this <clears throat> medical or technical mumbo-jumbo shit, and next thing you know, there's a boom, the, the bus starts swerving, hits a car in the road, it flips, they all, you know, it flips, and they are all wrecked up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So, they get out the bus, they have to shoot up and kill up all these walkers that have come up to him. And Eugene's inside, Tara's trying to tell him, gives him a nice, say, look, you gotta be brave, we gotta do this, but we gotta get out this bus, because it's gonna yeah. catch fire. So, they all are killing up walkers and shit, Somebody, a walker's about to get Tara, he stabs it in the head, I think it's his first kill, probably. Well, when, he stabbed, uh, Tara is busy... Stabbing up a walker, and this other walker is coming up behind her, just about to grab her. Yep. And Eugene stabs her in the back of the neck first, and then Tara turns around and stabs it in the head. But that's probably the first thing he's ever stabbed. It is the first thing he's ever stabbed. So right about that point, um, the bus goes into up in flames, and Eugene's like, "Hey, let's go back to the church." Yeah, he's like. <laughs> 
It's only about 15 miles back that way. We can make it. Let's walk on back to and the Abraham's church. Abraham's like, uh-uh, we ain't going back. Mm. So we're skipping on the flashbacks we already talked about. Yeah. So they camp out in this bookstore or library. I can't tell I which. think it's a library. Yeah. Because and those they, moving shelves and stuff. That was smart. Yeah, but libraries have that, though. So, so they yeah, move, that was smart. They move all the shelves around to make a barricade and make a little campfire and start burning up pages from the book. Wait a minute. Now, when Tara was making that campfire, I thought, you smart girl. Thank you. Taking them hangers like that and made a whole little plate. Little uh-huh. That was so smart. Was I was impressed. <laughs> we I said, some new yeah, shit. I said, go on, Tara. That was really smart. She put that can of beans up there and, hey, hey. was going to have it warm in no time. So Abraham um, joins Glenn, and they're looking out this window to keep watch. And that was a really cool scene with the big old picture window. Uh-huh. I thought it was almost dark, dark, but not quite. Not quite yet. Anyway, um, and he thanks Glenn for coming to D.C. with him. And so Glenn says, well, why don't you guys go get some rest? You go get some rest while I keep watch. And Abraham, with his old crass ass, is like, I'm going to go get some tail. Yeah, some we don't crass ass. <clears throat> So then we see him and Rosita having sex in back behind these stacks of books. Mm-hmm. And, and she's she, loud, too. She is looking over at Eugene, who's watching him just plain as day from behind the shelf. Yeah, he's just standing there. And she's like, <laughs> like, uh, like he's watching us again. And Eugene's like, or yeah, Abraham's like, whatever. Yeah, okay. Whatever. He's always doing that. <laughs> so Tara catches Eugene. And he says, yeah, I watch him from time to time. And he, at this point, I guess he's feeling guilty or something. He is. He tells Tara that he sabotaged the bus by putting broke up glass in the gas tank. Mm-hmm. Because he's afraid of failing when they do get to Washington, D.C. Yeah. And he says, if I don't save the world, I have no value. <coughs> and she tells him, look, you can't be doing that shit again, but you definitely can't be telling nobody. That. I know. I like that. <laughs> Tara more and more and more because that's the real shit. Thank you. Ain't that the real shit? Yeah. That's yeah. the real shit. Okay. I'm glad you told me. And why the hell you do that? Well, I'm glad you told me, but don't be telling nobody yeah. else. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I thought that was smart. That, that was, was good. Funny. That was funny. That was a good conversation too because she let him know. Look, we're we're like a family here. You know, we all come together because we're surviving together. Right. It doesn't matter who, what we can <coughs> yeah. do for one another or anything like that. We're all helping each other survive. So don't do we're that a shit family again. And yeah. You're part of that family. And so don't do that shit again. And then she says, I like it when she says, well, welcome to the human race, asshole. Uh-huh. You know, like, yeah, we all feel guilty and shit like that. You know? Yeah. He appreciated it too, though. So the next day, Rosita says, why don't we stay for another day? And Abraham's like, oh, hell no. (laughs) And he got salty quick. 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 And Rosita was looking pissed. She looked, uh, hey, Rosita looked at me like, wait a minute. I was laughing. Because wait a minute. She gave him a look like, oh, shit. I just screwed your ass last night and you treat me like that? That's the look she gave Uh him. She did. Oh, this one's crazy. (laughs) Oh, you ain't getting this no more. You know, but she didn't say that part. See, right. but that's the look she gave him. Though I was cracking up. 
Oh, it was funny. So Maggie is like, we need to sweep the town for supplies. We need to find water. Yep. And he's like, no, we need to keep going. And he and he points to this um, fire truck that's across the street. Mm-hmm. He's like, look, there's probably a bunch of water on this. We don't need to go find nothing. Yeah. So they start. He tries to start the truck, but it, it only um, starts up for like thirty seconds or so. Mm-hmm. And and it kind of rolls forward and it a rolls little bit. Forward, yeah. which opens up this door that was it was blocking. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh uh, hell, he's trying to fix it. All these fucking walkers come out of the firehouse. Well, first a tire comes out of there because see they had a yes. tire up against the door, yep. and the 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 fire truck was was butt up against the tire to block that door. Yep. So the tire come rolling through. Come and they rolling go, through. Uh, and what? what? Everybody looking at the tire, and all of a sudden here come a whole bunch yep. of walkers. So they have to do hand to hand compact. and they look like they're about to get overrun when Eugene, mm-hmm. which was smart. That was smart. <laughs> Gets on the top of the truck and starts spraying them with the fire hose. With which, fire hose. this was pretty cool. The walkers start kind of disintegrating because they're so rotted up. Well, that yeah. force of that water is basically melting their asses. It's knocking them off. <clears throat> I thought that was pretty cool. That was really good. That was, that was really the good. the coolest thing about the episode. Mm-hmm. And Eugene was so proud of himself because he actually did something to help. Yeah, He's although a, yeah, I'm water gone, but you know. But well, but you hey, do what you gotta do. Yeah. Now, what was that painted on the uh, sidewalk? I think it was um, "We're dead, dead inside" or "Don't" or something like that. Something yeah, like that. because but who the fuck's gonna see that on the damn street? Well, because from the top you can see it. Well, when you're higher up, you mm-hmm. can. So anyway, so um, they get the fire truck, I guess, going, and then. The next thing we see, they're like down another highway, and the fire trucks done broke down again. Uh huh. And they all like on guard, you yeah. know, while Eugene's trying to get it started and stuff. Yep. I so, mean, uh, not mm-hmm. Eugene, uh, Abraham. So they, um, I think they they decide we're just gonna walk a little bit, and they they smell something. I think, yeah, they smell something like, ooh, what does that smell? Mm-hmm. And they walk a little bit down the road, and they see. It's a farm. A farm, slaughterhouse, something. It's a farm. Full of walkers. I mean... Full. I full. bet there's probably 5,000. It's full. It's... It is a herd of... First of all... We have never heard it is or a, seen before. Okay, first of all, think of like <clears throat> any kind of ranch out in the country where, you know, you have like a... Uh, some kind of gate or something over the this archway, and then on both sides of the little road, it's nothing but your grazing land and shit. It was a Walkers farm like that, everywhere. everywhere. Oh, for it was awful! It was awful. For those of y'all who watch <laughs> Z Nation, which is still really good, mm-hmm. that was a tsunami. A tsunami. A tsunami. They had a. Remember Sharknado, that mm-hmm, show? Mm-hmm. They had a zombie NATO. Lord. Where there was a tornado and zombies mm-hmm. was getting thrown. It mm. was pretty it was pretty Well, awesome. and this and the but walking this was dead. Insane. It this was this is this yeah. is bigger. You remember when they was <laughs> leaving the road and they had they ran into that horde of zombies and a couple of them was down in the quicksand? Right. It was more than that. So Glenn's <laughs> like, look, we can go around and take us a couple hours. Abraham's like, no, we're going through. And they're like, look, fool. We We can't go through. We can't go through. This fucking fire truck's already clogged up from other shit. Mm -hmm. Bodies and shit. 
We cannot make it through. Can't Everybody's through. fussing with this motherfucker. And he fussing right so back. So he's fussing right back like, I'm going through. We ain't stopping. He goes to start grabbing Eugene. And, and, and Everybody Glenn is fussing trying to him. stop him. Glenn is, and him is about to fight. Eugene finally says, throughout all this chaos and hollering and shit, I am not a scientist. I don't know how to stop this. They looked at him like... I was... And then, Ooh, I said, I knew it! I knew it! A lot of our listeners have said this. Yep, I didn't did. believe it. I thought he actually knew what the fuck he was talking about. Nope. Oh, my goodness. Nope. I was so disappointed in, in uh, Eugene. So, he says his plan was to con everyone into taking him to D.C., which he assumed would be a potential stronghold. And he says he tried to slow their progress as they got closer because he... He got scared and started realizing, I'm going to have to back this shit up. They're really getting my ass to D.C. Yeah. Honey, Abraham loses it. No, well, he loses it because Eugene's saying, because I'm smarter than all y'all. And I thought I could pull this off and eat blah, 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 because I'm smarter than y'all. That's when Abraham gets mad. He punches Eugene. He beats his ass. And then, wait, but punches him so much that I'm like, I think he's dead. The way that Eugene fell, just face first, I don't think onto he's the ground. I'm like, if the punch didn't kill him, that fucking fall <laughs> probably knocked him well, the out. I think he might be brain damaged, but I don't think he's Something. dead. Something you cannot survive getting punched like that and falling flat on your face. He did fall flat on concrete without something. So they get him off of him because he's he's ready to go ham on his ass, and he finally, you know, walks on down the road upset. But I'm like, damn, you didn't need to do all that. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm, mm. So then the last flashback we could talk about, because we didn't talk about it. <coughs> Abraham finds his wife and two kids' bodies all chewed up, ate yep. up. Yeah. Because they done ran off like dumbasses in the yep. fucking zombie apocalypse. But I still don't understand. And he is about to kill himself by putting this gun in his mouth. Mm-hmm. When he hears someone hollering, help me, help me, help me. And it's Eugene. Mm-hmm. Run from a couple of walkers. Well, he's kind so of he... skipping. <laughs> uh, yeah, that ain't really running. Well, see, that'd be me. Yeah, that's uh, he, he's skipping. I'd I'd be able to run for about two minutes and I'd be out. I'd be all the way to Chicago. <laughs> so Abraham jumps up and kills the walkers for him, mm-hmm. and then he walks back over to his family. And Eugene's like, "Wait, wait, wait! I have a very important mission." Mm-hmm. And that's how we see yep. Abraham got caught up in that mission. In that fucking mission. Mm-hmm. That was his only way to go on. The only well, thing he was living and, for. And because Eugene could see that Abraham's military, he was military type person. So that's all he needed to hear. He got a mission. I'll get you there. You know? I'll get you there. That was pretty good, though. It was. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah mean, it was pretty good. It was all right, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm still like you know. I want to get back to Rick, Rick and Thank you. Rick and Michonne and the baby and little Carl. Or I want to get back to Daryl and what the fuck's going on or Carol. Well, but you but know. that's Rick and them because they're at the church and now Daryl's back at the church. Yeah, but Carol ain't. Yeah, so we could have went back to that if if we wanted I know. to do that. But I know. you know, it was a decent episode because now we know. Now, we but know. it didn't have to take up the whole episode. Is all I'm no. saying. No, you're right. It because didn't. the flashback made no fucking sense to me. Mm-hmm. I don't believe the fact that this woman 
if he wasn't beating her ass, would just run off. He, you know? might, he might have been beating oh, her ass. Thank you. That's what I'm thinking. And then the whole episode two, he's looking at his hand. His hand keeps getting... I mean, he's he's torn up his hand from beating shit all the time. <laughs> and so they keep showing his hands. And he keeps busting his stitches. <clears throat> and he's busting his stitches and mm-hmm. shit. And I'm thinking, you can't be hitting these zombies and getting blood splatter and not get the blood in there for all that. You know? That's a good point. But they haven't addressed that at all. No, they haven't. And they be killing walkers and shit, their mouth all open and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay, let's start with our iTunes feedback. We have one. Okay. Um, since our last podcast. Um, it says, <laughs> so happy you are back in the groove. Love the sisters. They are insightful and fun. Always a joy to hear. Much love to the Sister Speak Nation. Each week I look forward to the comments of both the nation and the sisters. <laughs> Joanne from D.C. Ooh. Five stars. Thank you, Joanne. That's very nice. <laughs> Thank I like you, Joanne. That. I like that. Sister Speak Nation. Sister Speak Nation. Yeah. Maybe we need a t-shirt like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. For that wonderful five-star review. Five stars. Okay, so now let's get into our feed, our email feedback. Ooh, I know that's going to be a lot. Yeah. Okay. We have quite a bit. All right, our very first um, email is from Joanne from NYC. Hey, Joanne. And the title is Bob A Q. Oh, Hi, sisters. Happy Sunday. (laughs) <laughs> Damn, I wish Carl had a cell phone to call Papa Rick to come back. <laughs> I know. Rick was thinking smartly. Unfortunately, the hunters were a step ahead. I hated that hipster boy knew everyone's name, even Judith. I know. That's yes. what I'm saying. I'm going to miss our accident-prone Bob. <laughs> romance sucks in the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> Can't have no romance except for Maggie and Glenn. Apparently. I guess not. Glad this... Um, glad... This little sister's pain made Tyrese wake up and take action. So does this make our heroes monsters or survivors? As for the end, what the fuck? Have a great Halloween, Joanne from NYC. Well, thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. For that email. Uh, I think they're heroes, actually. Survivors. They're not monsters because no, look, they're not monsters. This was just they had to kill them motherfuckers. Kill or be killed. Yeah. Because they were about to get got. Well, not only that, but they needed some revenge for all that shit that happened in Terminus too. Yes. Eating people and shit and bleeding them out and shit. That was just like cattle. Awful. Uh-uh. No. And hanging them up like beef jerky. Mm-hmm. In that thing, no. So they had to go. They had to. I don't think that makes them monsters at mm-hmm. all. And, and these were people. Now, if these would have been just normal, regular people that came up, yeah. But no, they had to. Like and I said, think it needed we gotta to be. got to go back and kill all these motherfuckers. Right. And it needed to be brutal. First of all, not to waste no bullets. But second of all, it needed to be brutal. They needed to be. They needed to fill every one of them wax. Yep. Yeah, with them knives and machetes and shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. And happy Halloween, although we're <laughs> I wasn't even going to say it. But. Okay, our next email is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, sisters. Hope y'all are doing well. We got another amazing episode of The Walking Dead, a.k.a. 
don't piss off Rick Grimes. Because mm-hmm. that's the BAMF badass motherfucker who will use his <laughs> red-handled machete to kill you. <clears throat> okay, and she has some audio feedback, so let me go ahead and play that now. Okay. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. I'm rewatching the episode now, and I figure I'd send a quick little feedback. First of all, R.I.P. Bob. You kind of annoyed at times, but then nobody deserved to go out like that. But I love this breakdown in the beginning with the tainted meat because that was awesome. <laughs> um, Tyrese needs to sit his punk ass down. I spent the whole time looking at like all scared and oh, I'm just so pissed off. But Sasha is another warrior queen because Sasha handled her business and she killed that asshole who threatened Judith, the the one her brother could not kill. Ugh. Anyway, so what do y'all think of Father Gabriel? He got issues, clearly. And then you have, um, well, Rick is a bad mother, okay? You do not fuck with Rick. That's all you gotta say. Do not touch Rick and do not touch his peoples. Because Rick will kick your ass and it's gonna be ugly and vicious and awesome. But man, oh, that was so awesome. (laughs) They played them and all those little termites, hunters, Nasty ass motherfuckers are dead, so that's good. Um, what you think of the ending? All I know is that if Carol dies saving Beth and her damn singing ass, I will riot. Don't nobody want Beth back, but Carol is the woman, okay? Damn. Alright, that's all I can think of now, and that Maggie and Glenn leaving with Abraham and them is stupid, but you know what are you gonna do? Plus, Abe ain't. Stop messing with Rick. Rick is not the one you fuck with, okay? That's all I gotta say. Thank you. Bye. Oh, thank you, Shalita, for that voicemail. That thank was you, awesome. And what do I think about Father Gabriel? I don't think shit about him. He need to die. He need to go. I think he's another weak-ass fool. Weak! That needs to go. Him and Tyrese could go off in the sunset for all I <laughs> Tyrese care. Tyrese at least is fucking handy. He <laughs> knows how to kill. <laughs> yeah. And he could build Father shit. Father Gabriel don't know how to fucking do nothing. That's true. Except lock doors and drink wine. <laughs> and talk about this is the Lord's house. <laughs> That's all he's talking about so he need to go. Yeah. He really do. Yeah he does. But yeah that, that was a pretty good episode though. She says um uh, until next time, Shalita. P.S. From the promo, we get Beth next week. As long as she doesn't sing and nothing bad happens to Carol because of her, I can deal. But seriously, if Carol dies, we riot. <laughs> I'm with you, Shalita. Uh-huh. We'll burn that motherfucker burn down. This motherfucker down. <laughs> Thank okay. you, Shalita. And so she also sent in a tagline. Uh-oh, cool. So let's play that now, too. Okay. Hey sisters, it's Shalita from Philly. We didn't want to waste the bullets. Thank you, Shalita. That was short and sweet. I loved it. We didn't want to waste the bullets. Hack, hack, hack. Yeah. Love it. Thank you, Shalita. Okay, our next email is from Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Holy shit, what a slaughter. Oh, hey, Sister J and Sister K. <laughs> Do hope all as well as you both and the Sister Speak family. Mm-hmm. What a show, what a show, what a show. Kick ass and take no prisoners. That's right. All I could think of was Tim from Australia's game of putting the sisters in the show. <laughs> During the massacre, I saw Sister J tell Rick 
Give me that damn machete. I want to whack at this ha- asshole. <laughs> and then when it was over, Rick saying, you can come out from under the pew, Sister Kay. It's safe. <laughs> for Bob. I will never again eat at a Bob's Burger place again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. His goodbye was much better than Tara's. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Tara? Uh, True Blood? Uh, yes. Tyrese did right by Sasha. And he did stab him lovingly. lovingly. He did. If there is such a thing as lovingly stabbing someone. <laughs> yeah, because we talked about that. He did do it gently, he didn't though. He did jack it in Yeah, there. yeah. He didn't jack him up. At the end with Daryl in the woods, I think Morgan may come out of the trees. I hope so. Can't wait for the podcast. Much love to you both and family. As always, Bunny, Bitchin' Bob. How do you like that, Manny? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. And you know what? <coughs> Excuse me. It would be fine with me if it was Morgan. See, I thought about Morgan also. <laughs> but why was Daryl looking so... I think the only reason Daryl's looking like that is because it wasn't Carol. So we know it's not Carol because yeah. he's in the hospital. Yeah. But, yeah, the only person <laughs> I can think of it being is Daryl. I mean, excuse me, uh, Morgan. Morgan. Because mm-hmm. ain't nobody else... Mm-hmm. Missing from the group, you know. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Love it. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, our next email is from Alex the Tax Man. Hey, Alex. <laughs> he says, "This is short and sweet." He says, "Ha ha 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 ha." Eat a dick, Gareth. Alex the Tax Man. <laughs> 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 and then he says, "P.S. Hey, sisters, who do you think want would win?" If Abraham and Rick or Abraham and Tyrese got to fighting. Okay. See, we was almost talking about that. Okay, now, for for me, in my opinion, if Abraham and Tyrese got to fighting, I think Abraham would beat him down. Yeah, just because Tyrese yeah. is soft. Well, not when he gets enraged, she's not. But I still think because Abraham ain't no punk and he ain't no boo. No. He would he would he would outmaneuver him. Now, as far as Abraham and Rick, ooh, <coughs> I think they would beat each other down. I do too. And I think I it think might Rick, be a draw though. Well, I'm I'm leaning more towards Rick because Rick I don't know. Rick's awful skinny though. But Rick got that rage underneath. He does. He does. And so does Tyrese. Well <laughs> he ain't showing it, but he can. Yeah, he's not showing it. He can it. do it, but he got beat down before. So yeah, I think you're right. Abraham would probably beat. Tyrese. I think Abraham could beat Tyrese down, <laughs> mm-hmm. but with Rick, I think it'd be a draw. I really do. I think they'd hurt each other. That'd be a good fight. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be a good fight. <clears throat> Thank you, um, Alex Taxman. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Okay, our next email is from Zombie Mom. Hey, Zombie Mom. Her subject line I love is called, You Eating Tainted Meat? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Tainted 
hated meat. You hated meat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sisters. Rick Grimes keeps his promises. Oh, yeah. He's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, he is. I enjoyed how Carl is getting smart, smarter, too. Looking for clues. Yeah. I cannot believe Glenn and Maggie left with Abraham. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Why split up after all that? Well, and what can I say about Bob? I will miss Bob Stucky. At least he did not die alone and was with his friends. Yeah, that's good. It took this for Tyrese to get with the damn program. <laughs> that better be Carol in the damn bushes. Love the ladies and family, Zombie Mom. Thank you, Zombie Mom. Thank you, Zombie Mom. Mom. And we already went ahead. So we yeah, so we know it ain't Carol. Ain't Carol. Well, I mean, I guess if they advance time a little bit, could if she gets out. Yeah, I guess I it could, it but I don't think it is. Thank you, Zombie Mom. Thank you. <laughs> Our next email is actually a voicemail from Joy. Hey, Joy. Let's play that now. Okay, cool. Hi, sisters. It's Joy from Southern California. Uh, Okay, I totally was surprised in The Walking Dead. I was sitting here thinking, what is wrong with Rick? Is he dumb or something? I mean, really, I thought that they had left and left all the other people exposed and um, didn't realize that they were ambushing um, those Gareth and his people. Anyway, that was a nice twist because I'm very silly and I didn't even think that that's what they were doing. So I was totally fooled. Loved it. Surprised that it happened so quickly and that storyline ended so quickly. But I guess there's a lot more to get to this season. Okay, thank you. Can't wait to hear what everyone has to say. Oh, thank you, Joy, for that voicemail. Thank you, Joy. And I'm with you, though. I was totally yes. surprised. Well, I was... I was totally surprised because I'm like you. When they when I first saw it, I thought, oh, shit, they just left, and here yep. come them stupid cannibals. Yeah. You know. I'm like, damn, Rick. <clears throat> but when Rick and them... When Rick and them... When Rick popped them, too, with the silencer, I knew then, oh, shit. They planned this shit. shit. This is so cool. Because I knew they was watching it. Yeah. So that was so smart. Very smart. Yeah. Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Joy. Our next email is from Samantha. Hey, Samantha. Hello, Sister Speak family. All I have to say is Tyrese needs to go. Yep. He is a liability. Mm -hmm. He either lied about killing that Martin guy or he specifically. Or he epically failed to properly give him a headshot. See, that's what I'm saying. Yes. He did that on purpose. That's why he told her. He knew no. Carol. Yeah. He knew Carol was going to go in that shack and kill that motherfucker. Now, I will say this. I don't think that he would have lied about I think him. so. If he did, I think he thought he was dead. I don't think so. Because I don't think he would have lied and said. I don't think he thought he was dead at all. We are too far into the apocalypse for Tyrese to be so scary acting. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Everyone is tougher than he is. What gives? He just wants to hold the baby all day. <laughs> Otherwise, this episode was a 9 out of 10. That's all I got. Samantha from Wisconsin. Oh, thank, thank you, Samantha. Samantha. And you know what, though? I agree. It was very well done. Yeah, very well it done. It was a very I- good go with a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Four, four walls and a roof. I love it. Mm, it was very love good. It. Okay, our next email is from uh, Ozzy John. Hey, Ozzy John. 
Hey, sisters, here are my favorite bits from Four Walls and a Roof. Mm-hmm. And I have also included something I forgot about strangers. Okay. <clears throat> Number one, Maggie really is the worst sister ever. <laughs> I know it! She ain't even uttered the word Beth! In the opening episode, Daryl stated that Beth was taken in a car. So everyone knows Beth is alive. Why then, when Abraham makes his speech to inspire everyone to go to Washington, did no one, especially Maggie, think to ask, what about Beth, guys? Isn't she still out there somewhere? Yeah. Good point. Very good point. Yes, we are obviously about to go to get to the Beth episode. And maybe a second one where Daryl and Carol rescue her if she even needs rescuing. Number two, which brings me to the return of Daryl. Did anyone else think he, excuse me, did anyone else think he was acting weird? Yes. Yes. My wife did. By the way, she thinks she are both quite funny. (laughs) Thank you. We're not trying to be funny. His wife is Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Um, Maybe he was sneaking up because he didn't know what the hunter, that the hunters were dead. Anyway, these are my predictions for who he was with. Okay. I think he will definitely have Beth and at least one other person from where she was. Maybe that female cop we see in the previews. Hmm. My big call, though, is that Carol is either dead or bit. She has had a, su- a hero episode in the season opener. I say bit so that we can have a big farewell for her. Oh, I hope not. I hope you're wrong, John. I hope not. They better not do that to her. <laughs> no. You know, some people were saying it could be Morgan and that Morgan is kind of holding him hostage or something because he don't know Daryl. That's true. So he don't see and that might be why Daryl's looking like now. That's kind of what I thought, out. because uh, I think we mentioned that on a, a different podcast uh, or our previous one. And that's because Daryl don't know them. See, that was Michonne and Carl and Rick that encountered Morgan right. that second time. But he don't know. Daryl or Carol or nobody else. Nobody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three. Rick continuing his Dexter-style killing spree on groups that can be nicknamed after 80s pop groups. <laughs> he took out Joe and his proclaimers. Yep. Now he has slaughtered Gareth and his fine young cannibals. Yep. Yes, a bit of a lame joke, but I laughed. It was lame. <laughs> I used to love that group. They were actually a very good group. Number four, the smartly dressed and well-groomed Father Gabriel was exposed as a coward. Mm -hmm. I know we have enough cowards in Eugene and Tyrese, but I can't wait to see how his story pans out. He also refills the black quota left open by Bob. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? John, he's not black. Oh, he is too, John. I agree with you, John. I'm going to look his eyes up for next time. Oh, Lord. He is Hispanic. Anyway, he looked black. Number six, uh, five. <clears throat> I know I just called Tyrese a coward, especially after lying about Martin. However, I think he actually does have some of his mojo back now after finishing Bob for Sasha and his quality time with Rick. Number six. Could be. <clears throat> yeah, could be. I hope so. I hope. Number six. We never find out if tainted meat kills you or not. I know, see? We sure did. But Gareth had a good point. He said, but we cook it anyway. I, I well... I don't think cooking it helps. I really don't. If you got E. coli tainted meat and you cook it. No, you still have E. coli. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Number seven. Lastly, I like the balance so far this season 
has between a large overall plot and finishing other storylines. Mm-hmm. While last season was good, there were a lot of ev- there was a lot of everyone being emo and slow setup for this season. Now it is finally paying off with some storylines actually finishing and things moving along nicely. Sorry, I think I got a bit long there, so I'll go for now. Cheers, ladies. Have a good one. Ozzy John and wife Melissa. Thank you, Thank John you, and Aw- Melissa. Ozzy John. Thank you, Melissa. And yeah, that was long ass email territory. Yeah. Long ass. Long, but good. It was good, though. Mm hmm. <laughs> 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 All right, now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Okay, our next piece of feedback is, let's see, it is from Steven. Hey, Steven. He says, hello, sisters, and it's on the voicemail. Dang, we don't get no voicemail. (laughs) (laughs) Another good episode of The Walking Dead. Although Gareth and his crew had to die at some point, I am slightly disappointed that it's over so quick. I thought Gareth had a really good bad guy, was a really good bad guy. That's true, but hey, they can only eat so many people. Still, if it is the if it is this good for the rest of the season, it is going to be the best season yet. Mm-hmm. Also, just to let you know that I am getting married in the next couple of weeks. Oh, cool! And therefore, won't even have time to watch The Walking Dead, let alone send in feedback. So oh. he's probably married by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stephen! Congratulations, congratulations Stephen. Send us some pictures of you and your lovely wife. Yes. Oh, however, that's sweet. Uh, he says, however, I am telling you this because for the honeymoon, we are going to Westeros. Ooh! To Westeros itself, Northern Ireland. We will hopefully be visiting all the filming locations. So if you or any of the family would like a piece of Westeros, such as a stone from Pike or a scoop of sand from the beach of Dragonstone, <laughs> contact me via Facebook and I will see what I can do. Oh my goodness! Stephen from Ormskirk, England. Oh well, shit, we're a little late now. Uh, yeah, Sister K. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Stephen. Oh, but Stephen, thank you. That's a very nice offer and a very <laughs> nice email. And congratulations. I want to. I want somebody. I want. Somebody. Don't send her nothing, Stephen. Don't send her nothing. <laughs> She late. That's the consequences of being she late. She late. We late. Well, anyway, thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. Actually, just a picture. Yeah, we would like to see a picture. Would be great. Yeah. Yeah. If you could do that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. Congratulations. That's very That's sweet. That's nice. That's nice. <clears throat> well, I hope your 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 new bride doesn't mind that we love your voice. So. Well, I mean, I think she's okay since we're in Dallas and he's in England. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and you, the, the bully mammoth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was okay, nice. Our next email, I think, is from Robert from the Bay. It's actually a voicemail, so let me play that Uh-oh, now. Oh, cool. Hey, ladies and my Sister Speak fam. This is Robert from the Bay. Just letting y'all know that I ain't been bit, uh, so my meat ain't tainted. I know I missed out on the past couple weeks while y'all having fun and everything. Uh, But uh, I had to call in about this episode because I thought it was real good, Uh, just like the past two episodes. 
this one in particular though because we, we finally got a, a death in the group Bob Miss Bob uh, but uh, a couple things about the episode the I like how Gareth painted the the A on the church to signify you know that they pretty much making them feel like he's still at terminus with the whole train car A and everything uh, letting, letting Rick's group know that they ready to get eaten even though they not at terminus no more um, Rick's whole demeanor through this whole episode and, and for the, the past two episodes for that matter has been just crazy Rick you know and, and intense Rick you know his whole facial expressions during this whole episode like you know, when he's staring down Abraham for damn near 10 seconds, felt like an eternity, you know, that was intense, you know, uh, the way he was looking at Gareth when, when he was staring him down, when Gareth was on his knees, um, you know, he had, he was turning his head to the side and just looking at him all crazy, now that's the Rick I like, you know, I'm glad that Rick is back. Anyways, that's all I got for this week. You know, hopefully next week is just as good. Um, to Sajay, I know you watching that horror show, American Horror uh, Creep Show. That shit is off the hook. And, of course, Sons of Anarchy, the final season. You know, I'm watching that. You know, it takes place in my backyard. So I'm interested in to see what how that ends up. All right, ladies. I'll catch up with y'all next week. Peace. Robert for that voicemail. Hey, Robert. First of all, let's say, Welcome. damn, we love your voice. We've been missing your voice. We have. Damn. It's been a while, Robert. It's been a while. Where you been? Yeah. I'm but, glad to know you ain't been fit. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, you are certainly correct, though. We love the crazy eye Rick, too. Because yes. he was staring him Stone. down. Crazy. Yeah, and, and that little tilt of the head is like, oh, you know, he getting ready to do something. Well, he said, and I made a promise to you. Mm-hmm. Ooh, whack, that was whack, so good. Whack. I love it. Yeah, it was really, really good. And let me just say, Robert. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> isn't Sons of Anarchy off the chain? I mean, I cannot believe where they going this with this final season. Ooh, Gemma got to pay, though. Ooh, she got to pay. But anyway, and yes, I do enjoy American Horror Story Creep Show. It is creepy, but in my opinion, Twisty was not the creepy one. That little Richie Rich guy is too creepy for me because he's like real people Didn't you meet on the street. Yeah, but he's like any person you'd meet on the street. He just is freaky, and he had the nerve to kill Patty LaBelle. <laughs> that was too spoiler alert. <laughs> what if people ain't seen it yet, CJ? Hey, well, you know what? Now you know. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> See, you know what I'm talking about, y'all? She likes the spoiled shit. I did. That just kind of slipped out because I was just so was upset. Was that a recent episode? No. Oh, okay. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, that's been a couple okay, weeks. Okay, good. Don't yeah. Anyway, thank you, Robert. Well, I guess I have no need to catch up now. Oh, yes, you do. Okay. There's a whole lot of stuff. And Robert also sent us a tagline. Oh, cool. So let's play his tagline, too. Okay. What's up, podcast world? 
This is Robert from the Bay, a.k.a. The Archer, and you're listening to the Sister Speak Podcast with my ladies, Sister J, a.k.a. The Samurai, and Sister K, the ringleader. Oh, oh Robert, that is awesome! Ah, I don't get it! Why am I the ringleader? Because! You start shit! What? <laughs> Hey, I'm the samurai because everybody know I will fuck you up. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> oh, Lord. Thank you, Robert. That is awesome. Oh, that's funny. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> okay, our next email is from uh, Steve. Okay, he says, Hey, Steve. Um, Dear awesome, fabulous, funky, and funny sisters. Yay! My name is Steve, and I live in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, on Ooh. the Red Sea. Cool. First time writer, but long time listener. Wow. This will be a short ass email. I was just wondering when you are going to put out your next podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, (laughs) if you know us. Yeah, well, if you know us, uh, we (sighs) can do this in the fall. Yeah. Our schedules do get kind of bad in the fall. Yeah. Um, He says, Gareth. Cannibal crew were chowing down on Bob's leg like it was a church's fried chicken wing. I know! And not even a peep from you two? What <laughs> Hope all is well and everything is okay in Sisterland. It is. Looking forward to more podcasts of The Walking Dead and especially the next season of Game of Thrones. Ooh, yeah. Woohoo! All the best, Steve. P.S. I miss Sister J's weekly announcement of her adult beverage of the week. Oh. Yeah, she doesn't do that now. Well, I'm, not, I'm not doing it for this one because sometimes I'm drinking a drink and sometimes I'm not. So it wasn't like a, you know, yeah. a thing. But I'll pick that back up for Game of Thrones, though. Yeah, or maybe next week you can pick it up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, Steve, uh, thank you're going to be getting no time soon. <laughs> but thank you, Steve, all the way in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia wow. on the red that is awesome. That is cool. We are so impressed. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you, Steve. Yay. Okay. And yeah, um, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks hope, later. Let's hope we stay back. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Our next email is our, actually it's a voicemail and it looks like it's from Tammy. Oh, hey, Tammy. So let's play that now. Okay. Hey sisters, uh, it's me, Tammy, talking about um, this episode of The Walking Dead called The Last Supper. And once again, where you guys at? Not that I'm trying to read you though. Um, it was a sad episode though at the end with Bob dying. Um, but I know they had to make room for Gabriel's character, another black guy. So we got to kill off poor Bob. And I'm glad Tyrese did step up at the end and do what he had to do to you know make sure that he stayed dead. But I'm really sick of Tyrese's character. Nanny Tyrese is what I'm going to call him. Because why did he have to look horrified at the fact that Rick and Nim, Rick and Nim, killed off those dudes, Gareth and his cronies, because they had to go. And I had no problem with them being slaughtered. They had to go. I was cheering for that. And here's Tyrese looking all like, oh, I can't believe they're being... Shut up, Tyrese. Just grow some balls. Why did you let the dude who was threatening poor little baby Judith live? Why? He actually let him live. I, I could not believe it. Um, and then when Gareth said every day above ground is a win, 
Uh, that was a saying that actually I heard Sister Jay say on one of the podcasts. I forget when, but she said that. And I'm like, hey, Sister Jay and Gareth have the same sayings, huh? Hmm. What does that mean? Uh, but <laughs> when uh, Tyrese mentioned Karen, I was also done. Like, shut up about Karen. I don't care. And I don't know how to feel about Glenn and Maggie leaving. It was kind of sad, but at the same time, you know, I guess we need to have other people. I don't know. And with Beth in some sort of hospital place that looks a little jump the sharkish, I don't know why we're going there. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, but also, did anyone else have trouble seeing the screen? It was so dark. I guess maybe I need a new TV, but because it all took place at night, in this episode, I actually was squinting at the at the screen. Like, who's that? I couldn't I couldn't see anything. I don't know if I have to adjust my TV or what. It was really strange. All right, sisters, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Oh, thank you, Tammy, for that voicemail. Thank you, Tammy. And what you trying to say? I'm like Gareth or something. <laughs> Wait a minute, because he because he copied off of my saying. Yeah. Uh huh. I don't think so. But I mean. It's kind of like a universal saying, though, because it is every day above ground is a good day. Yeah, it you know? is. And there's, you know, people people complain and worry about getting old. Well, there's only one alternative to getting old. One. There's only one. Yeah. And that's it. Nobody wants <laughs> that either. So, hey, that's why I say. But anyway. But now I agree with you on the Tyrese thing. Yeah. It, it, it's really annoying. And, and you know what, Tammy? I'm glad you pointed that out because it just brought that feeling back to me. When that awesome scene was happening where they was hacking up those Terminites and then they showed Tyrese looking all horrified. Stuff, I thought that very thing. I thought, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, hell, this is the zombie apocalypse. You went through all the shit with the prison and, and even whatever y'all had to do before you got to the prison and all this other shit with the governor and shit and you looking horrified. They, they have wussed him out terribly. They have really wussed him out. And I agree with you. When he said, Karen, when he said in the Oh, show, yeah. I, I know what you're feeling. I've been through this, too. I was thinking, motherfucker, He shit. mentioned her name. And he ain't even had sex with the girl or nothing. Nope. Shit. Showed it. Mm, please. Anyway. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. Hey, Andreas. Hey, Andreas. How you doing? <laughs> <sighs> okay, our next email is from Jackie. Hey, Jackie. Hey, lovely sisters and the Sisters Big family. Bye-bye, Gareth. <laughs> when I was on Match.com, I received plenty of messages from smarmy hipster douchebags just like Gareth. <laughs> Here in Silicon Valley, the land <clears throat> excuse me, the land is infested with legions of smug self-aggrandizing pricks with mommy issues, too. Ooh, Lord. The way Gareth was running his mouth about the different tastes of human flesh, it was like he was reciting a Yelp review. Like a typical <laughs> white hipster acting like he's Christopher fucking Columbus. <laughs> Columbus discovering an exciting new ethnic cuisine. <clears throat> oh, really, Gareth? You're cooler than everyone else because you found this one tiny soul food joint that serves dark meat? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, the trash. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh, Jackie! Dang! But I disagree. But I digress. Kudos to the writers for so efficiently tying up the Terminus plot by the third episode. Yeah, they did. <laughs> it seems anticlimactic now to subject us 
to an entire episode of Boring Ass Beth. But hopefully, <coughs> excuse me, that asylum looking shit will be compelling enough to spite her basic bitch ass. Ooh, in- ooh, ooh, she called Jackie. Beth a basic bitch. Mm. In the previews, I bet that nurse probably slapped her to stop her from singing. <laughs> I did notice we had, we're not there in the emails yet, but you didn't know she didn't sing. No. She just hummed. Yeah. So maybe they're trying to out, you know, yeah. not to have her sing. Although I think a lot of people like her singing. Mm. But anyway. Boring as Glenn and Maggie can peace the fuck out too. Glenn's hand-wringing Boy Scout shtick got old real I fast. I know it. I don't like what they're doing to him either. And I can't even with Tyrese right now. To quote my friend Melissa, who has been anxiously refreshing her podcast feed, waiting for your episode, good job, Tyrese. You manned up to kill a dead guy. <laughs> Did you see that picture of the Last Supper hanging over Bob's deathbed? Yeah. Laugh out loud? Yeah. I think Nate and I will be screaming... Screaming tainted meat to all the trick-or-treaters on Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) I know. As soon as there is a breakout of an apocalypse, that's all what I'm screaming. Yeah, yeah, me too. Tainted meat! Tainted meat! The brave kids will get to pick from the box of full-size candy bars. I hope you ladies and the rest of the family enjoy an awesome Halloween. Love, Jackie. P.S. Nate says, hey, sisters. Hey, Nate! <laughs> well, we need to go to Jackie and Nate's house for Halloween. Uh, they giving out full size. Full size, yeah, because hey, I only buy the little fun size ones. Because, you know, that shit be expensive. And she also has an audio file here, so let me go ahead and play that too. Okay, cool. Hi, this is Jackie calling from the San Francisco Bay Area, and on behalf of the Sister Speak family, this is just a public service announcement to remind you not to eat while watching The Walking Dead, because, you know, tainted meat. Tainted meat, y'all. Oh, Jackie, thank you so much. That is so good. Oh, that is so good. Tainted meat, y'all. Yeah, tainted tainted meat. meat. Oh, we're going to definitely use that one. Oh, I love that. That's very, very good. Oh, yes. That should have been the name of the episode. Yeah, Tainted tainted Meat. meat. (laughs) Y'all eating Tainted Meat. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jackie. And as far as the... the comments about the, the the Beth and the hospital stuff, it actually turned out to be a halfway decent episode, though. It did. It did. Yeah. Yeah. I was we surprised. All had the same thought. Right. But I was surprised oh, that hell, I did enjoy it, another though. Another Beth-centric episode, <laughs> please. Okay, <laughs> our next email is from Myron. Hey, Myron. Hey, Myron. This looks fucking long, Myron. Uh-oh. Did you do long-ass, Myron? Hello, sisters. Tell me what I have to do to get correspondent status so I can get some Shalita minutes. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink, Shalita. <laughs> Question for the... Well, Myron, you know what you gotta do. Yeah, you know what you, you gotta, gotta do. You gotta do at least what Shalita did. She a superstar correspondent. She a superstar cor- mm. star mm. correspondent. <sighs> he says, Question for the sisters. How did Gareth know that Carol Queen Bitch killed his mama? That's a good question. Oh, you know what? That's a good question. That's a very good question. I bet he saw her leaving. Maybe he then. saw her leaving that He room. saw her leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Advice I would give to the cast members this episode. Gareth, just shut up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sasha, he put Tyrone, but I know he needs Tyrese. 
and Rick. This is season five. Why the freak would you separate in the dark-ass woods while looking for Bob? Thank you. Tyrese, stop grabbing mother suckers from the back like you did Sasha in the beginning of the episode. <laughs> it's already scary as hell. <laughs> that, that's true. That is a good point, Mike. That's a no, good nobody point. Nobody want to be grabbed from the back anyway. Cut that shit out. <laughs> that's true. Because that he came so up true. on her and instead of saying, hey, Sasha... He gonna grab her mouth from the fucking back. Yeah. You know what? That is so true, that though. Is true. That is so true. You might get stabbed doing that shit in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Gabriel, you are one greedy ninja. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed all that food you didn't want to share with your parishioners. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He look well fed and clean, don't he? Of course. Mm-hmm. The termites. Why did you fire off that one shot when Rick and them were fighting off the walkers? You only tipped them off. Yep. Yeah. Rick, I will say it again. All of y'all getting in that nasty zombie shark infested water was clearly clearly not the smartest move. Mm-mm. And don't start talking on the phone and shit either. Mm-mm-mm. Abraham, you gave such a rousing speech that unified the group to go to D.C. last episode. What happened this time? We're going to a presentation, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, see. Yeah. He wasn't going to win because they wanted to wait for their people to come yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Glenn and Maggie, for real? Y'all rolling out? Really? Yeah. Really? The writers are killing me. No way was their decision foreseen or understandable. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Bob, amen, brother. I'd really like Sasha's middle, too. Excuse me, sisters, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, baby. Tyrese. T-Dog was better than you. Your advice to Sasha was for her to forgive the termites? Mm-hmm. Ninja, please. You kill me with your facial expressions, though. <laughs> he talking about, nin- about ninja, please. Myron, you getting close. <laughs> you getting close, Myron. That's as close as we ever going <laughs> Sasha, I didn't know you had it in you. Did you go Rick Grimes Crazy Training? Go to the Rick Grimes Crazy Training Academy? Oh, she did. She was off. Apparently, Tyrese didn't. Maybe y'all can get him a Groupon so he can take some classes. <laughs> <coughs> Daryl, where is Carol and what happened to Beth? Tell somebody something. Yeah. Maggie, why aren't you asking about your sister? Thank you. Yep. Sisters, is it possible to find sustainable black love on this show? Nope. No. Nope. We're doing good that Glenn and Maggie are still together because mm. that shit ain't. Trust me when I'm going to die. Something. I'm done. Whatever you do, sisters, stay away from the, in your best Bob Stuckey voice, sister Kay, tainted me. <laughs> you be here tainted me. <laughs> Myron. Oh, thank you, Myron, thank for you, that Myron. funny email. It was long ass too, though. Ass. But it was funny. funny. It was good, though. It was good. <laughs> oh, I love that. Tainted me. I know. That's going to be one of your favorite My things. favorite things. Mm-hmm. All right. And our next piece of feedback is from uh, Ebony. Hey, Ebony. Hey, sisters. My voicemail feedback is attached. I had to do this three times because I was actually really nervous. <clears throat> the first one was 15 minutes long. Damn. Anyway, I will admit that I tried it at the end. Catch you guys later, Ebony. So let, I hope this shit ain't no 15 minutes long, Ebony. Oh. We're going to have to cut the shit short. Yeah, we're going to cut that shit short. But she said her first one, but she did it three times. So. All right. Okay, let's play her voicemail now. All right. Hey, sisters. It's Ebony. 
Um, I decided to do a voicemail this week because for some reason, every time I send an email, um, I set off some kind of Sister J trigger, and she says some crazy ass shit, <laughs> like um, Viola Davis without makeup. <laughs> like Oprah <laughs> without makeup. <laughs> get you in trouble again. Um, so this episode, um, tainted meat, I guess we're not gonna find out if that actually had any effect because they all died anyways. Um, so yeah. Um they they eat the tainted meat and dump Bob back at the church and um you know, Sasha's really sad of course, but the look on Rick's face actually really gets me when they find out that um, Bob is bitten, you know, he tears up and he looks away. Um, and, you know, they weren't even really that close, Rick and Bob. But um, that's actually the look that really actually got me crying a little bit. And because Bob is actually one of my favorite characters. And um, I really started liking him last season when we got to see um, his episode alone. But I'm glad that he got some really good scenes before he died. And um, it felt like a really good send off for him. Um, and I'm I'm not gonna defend Tyrese anymore because yeah, he's really annoying. <sighs> he got on my nerves real bad this episode. But Sister K, you have got to stop doing the slave voice when you impersonate Tyrese. <laughs> he does not sound like <laughs> he does not sound like that. All right, this is Sister K doing Tyrese with a slave voice. <laughs> uh, I don't want to go on the runs no more. I don't want to kill zombies at the gate no more. He does not sound like that. His name is not Toby. <laughs> Just, but I'm not going to defend him anymore. But I do like that they do have a character on the show like him that doesn't really connect with this world. Because I feel like, you know, if there really was a zombie apocalypse, that there would be people who can't adapt, you know, or wouldn't adapt very well. Especially if they had to deal with somebody like fucking Lizzie, who was, you know, crazy and didn't understand the world, didn't understand zombies, and, you know, killed their sister. And then you, as an adult, had to make a decision to kill a child. Um, that would mess me up. Maybe not to the extent that it messed up Tyrese, but it would mess me up for sure. But anyways, back to the episode. So, um, yeah, the trap in the church was awesome. Like, I wasn't expecting it. I, I thought that it was just going to be like Carl was going to save the day or Gabriel was going to punk out and give up Judith or something. But, um it was great. It, I mean, it was a total slaughter, but it was great. I mean, the fact that Rick took the time to talk to Gareth, knowing he was going to kill him. I mean, everybody knew they was about to die, but Rick was like talking to him, letting the boy talk, knowing he was about to die. It just made it so much worse. Just drew it out. Nope. I made you a promise. You about to die. And Sasha was stabbing the shit out of that dude. Tyrese looked like he was about to cry. <laughs> he looked like he was about to cry. And Gabriel was like, this is the Lord's house. Mm-mm. 
four walls and a roof. And then um, I I don't understand um, Maggie and Glenn's attachment to um, Abraham. I don't understand why my baby daddy had to leave to go to Washington. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. They don't have any kind of loyalty for him. If anything, I mean they should stay with Rick. The the group just got back together, and then Daryl and Carol just left. Why are more people leaving? Makes no sense to me. Um, but I'm assuming something's going to happen where they cross paths again soon. I don't know. And who did Daryl bring back? He was like, come on out. But he said it salty, like it was somebody he didn't want to bring back or somebody didn't want to come back with him. But I'm assuming that's Beth. I don't, I don't know. None of it really makes sense to me. But anyways, can't wait to hear what you guys thought of the episode. Um, can't wait to hear the episode from the week before. <clears throat> no shade. Oh, my God, don't read me. I'm going to get red. Don't read me. I'm sensitive. Anyways, can't wait. Speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you, Ebony, for Thank that long-ass voicemail. That was too You long. know that shit was too Damn. long, girl. Long, hey, Ebony. Don't you be trying to read me. She talking about, oh, uh, uh, uh. What'd she say? No, she was saying she was going to send a voicemail this time because it seemed like every time she writes in. No, no, no. I mean at the end. She's talking about. Oh. Oh. How long? Uh, how, how long? Mm-hmm. Oh, Ebony. Uh-huh. You now know you're going to get red now. Now look, Ebony. <laughs> now look. We appreciate your voicemail, Sometimes but that's too fucking long, girl. caught up in the podcast. Yes. Because Ebony... Does uh, Ebony and Tand Ivory at the Movies podcast, but mm-hmm. they haven't had a new episode, so mm-hmm. don't be talking about nobody, uh-huh. Ebony, because we could talk back. Right, but as far as, as uh, Tyrese, yeah, I, I'm kind of almost through with him, though, because they have just whipped him out so terribly bad. And your baby daddy is annoying, too. Your baby daddy is fucking annoying this time. He's supposed <laughs> to be like... What, the new Herschel or something? They need to quit writing no, that shit. No, they made him, like, although he's slightly better than Tyrese because at least he can fucking... No, he's supposed to be the little moral know, authority thing. But at least he can fucking kill someone. Yeah, now he will get done. in there and scrap. But other than that, <laughs> you know... Always, well, now, you know, we're better than that. Well, you know, that's not who we are. Oh, shut the fuck up and just kill some zombies. <laughs> shit. You know. Anyway, thank you, Ebony. <laughs> thank you, Ebony. Next week, I hope it's shorter. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. Our next email is from Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Sister J, Sister K, and family. Hope I'm not too late this week. That's not a read, just saying. Laugh out loud. <laughs> y'all, hey, y'all think y'all slit. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't none of y'all motherfucking slit. <laughs> we know you tried to say some shit. Uh-huh. About us being late. Mm-hmm. We don't explain that shit to y'all. Quit mentioning it. Wait a minute. We shouldn't even have to explain Hell it. Hell no. If y'all have listened to us as long <laughs> as y'all have, y'all know this is a normal occurrence. We get real busy in the fall. And, well, yeah, I think it's always been in the fall, hasn't it? Always in happens. the fall. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, she says, Ooh. I love badass Rick. There is nothing better. Yep. When he gets that crazy look in his eye, you know shit's going down. I know it. Though sometimes I think he's lost his shit. 
Obviously, killing and grilling folks is fucked up. Oh, yeah. But stabbing a bunch of people in a church is pretty jacked up, too. Oh, no, it ain't. They had to stab them. Unless you think it's just four walls and a roof. I guess Rick's policy is fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. If you fucked him over, Rick doesn't care where he's standing when he stabs you or bites your throat. Exactly. Bites out your throat. Exactly. Well, look. They couldn't let them fools. They couldn't let them leave. Get away no matter what building no, they was in. Because they was going to go. Okay. They, you done shot up Terminus and, 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 and bombed it up. Burned it up. And what did these motherfuckers do? Trace you down. Hunt you down. Right. And follow your, your ass. ass. Yeah. And follow <laughs> your ass. Grab one of y'all and chomping on him. Thank you. Slicing him off like a piece you of ham. You gotta kill him. Oh, hell yeah, you gotta no kill him. No matter where you at. I will say they said, or they put on The Walking Dead during that piece that they do, like, extra info. Mm-hmm. If this was not filmed in a real church. Right. They built... They built that building. A, a building because they didn't want to do all that killing up in a real church. In a real church. Which I am glad that they didn't do it, but if there was a real zombie apocalypse... I wouldn't <clears> care. And I was stuck in a church, I'd have to kill a zombie... Or a crazy MF or in the church, I'm In the church, I sure would. And cuss his ass out in the church. I sure would. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, as I'm whacking him, what now, motherfucker? What? What you gonna say now? Who you hitting now? Nobody, bitch. I'm hitting you. Yeah, I wouldn't care whether it was in a church. She says, poor Bob. I feel so bad for him. I really liked him. I did too. Having said that, is it just me? Or did he take forever to die? He took a long time, but then they also explained that that one dude that changed in the jail took him three days. No, they were talking about, um, shit, whose name was it? Remember the dude the first season in the camper that they chained up to the tree? Yeah. They were talking about him. And they said it took three days. Two days before they left him. Yeah. So. So, it'd take a while. Uh, let's see. I think it just kind of depends, too. He got bit, ate that nasty basement <laughs> food, and got his leg chopped off, lived for like two days. Let's all raise a glass of cough syrup in memory of Bob. Just kidding. R.I.P. Bob. Rest in peace. Yeah, I like Bob. I liked Bob. Next week, I hope we get some real answers about Beth, and I hope it doesn't take too damn long. Loud out loud. Until then, take care, sisters. Aaron in Illinois. Thank you, Erin, for that email, for that appropriate length email. Yes. That was very appropriate. That was very well done. Thank you, Erin. Thank you. (laughs) Although you did try to read us at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) They all trying it. I know. Okay, our next email is from Shalita, and this is on um, Slab Damp. Oh, Slabtown. Okay. I don't know why I want to say slab down. <laughs> Slabtown. And she says her subject line is Slabtown, aka it took Beth 40 minutes to remember her lessons of bad Azari from Daryl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, sisters. Hope y'all are well. Really missing you guys. Here's my short feedback for Beth's episode. Okay, so let me play her audio file now. Okay. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. Didn't think I'd rewatch it, but I'm still up, so I'm rewatching it. Um, it's kind of slow, but the end made up for it. Like the last 20 minutes or so were pretty good. You know, once she got that key and knocked that nasty man out, and then then chick bit him, and oh, it was great. And the whole her and and, and everybody loves Chris getting out of there. 
and, and finally, finally, Beth's inner badass woke up. So, and surprisingly, the black man got away and the white girl got caught. Who would think that would happen? <laughs> so, what do you think that smile was about? That she was happy because he at least got away from them crazy folk? Just wondering. But anyway, um, how about Carol? Like, I was watching the Talking Dead, so is Carol hurt? Or is it all a ruse so she can go up there and kill everybody and get Beth out? We'll see. But I'm thinking that Noah, maybe he's the one who's with um, Daryl at the end there. And that's about it. I really can't think of anything else because it was all Beth, which at least she didn't sing. At least she didn't sing. (laughs) Okay, that's it. Can't wait to hear the podcast. Missing you guys. All right, thanks. Bye. Well, thank you, Shalita, for that voicemail. Thank you, Shalita. And you know what? I didn't think about that, uh, about Noah being with um, Daryl, but maybe that is who it is. But still, he's looking like he's under duress a little bit. I know, bit. I know. Or maybe he's maybe his look is sadness that's not Carol. I don't she know. She does but... say, where's Carol? Yeah, she does ask, where's Carol? Or where's Carol? So, yeah. Huh. So, mm. Shalina goes on to say, um, <clears throat> can't think of anything else to say other than I actually enjoyed it. Never, ever thought I'd say that about a Beth episode. I know. Ever. Me too. Definitely the weakest of the season so far without the main cast, but still entertaining, which is more than you can say about that one with just her and Daryl last season. That's true. Can't wait to hear what y'all have to say. Until next time, Shalita. P.S. Still can't believe Limpin' Noah, a.k.a. Everybody Loves Chris, actually made it out. Hmm. Hope he can make it to the group. Maybe Daryl found him. Hmm. Well, uh, I hope I do. I do remember at the time feeling like you, uh, you felt, and and that is, I was very surprised that he made it out and she got caught. Because yeah, you're right. Usually it's the other way around. I'm actually glad he escaped, and I hope Me we too. Can see him further now. I don't know if he'll meet up with the group, but I, I kind of like the fact that we have a new person. He's young, mm-hmm. and we can get rid of a couple of the other people in the group so that we can make space for him. Yeah. You know? Get rid I of agree. a few others and bring in another, you know? I agree. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. <clears throat> Our next email is from Paco the Cat. Hey, Paco. Hey, Paco. Hey, ladies. I love, love, love this episode. I'm enjoying the gang as superheroes or antiheroes. I know we aren't supposed to want humans to be killed, but if you think about it, there will be more horrible, selfish people who who will survive the zombie apocalypse than actual good people. For people who think they should have gone back and killed the Terminans, I think only a few of the group would have survived the attack. At least more survived to fight again later on their own terms, and only Bob died. I know that sounds callous, but it's better than four or five good fighters. You have to be strategic and smart to survive. I'm so glad they killed all the cannibals. I can only stand so much eating people. Gareth was a good villain, but I'm glad he's dead. Rick had to kill him, and yes, he kept his promise. Love Sasha kicking ass and Michonne getting her sword back. Mm -hmm. Yes. I don't think I would be too quick to go somewhere that is cold like Washington, because there is no heat and it's way too populated, and so now it's overrun with zombies. Excuse me, but quick question. 
because I don't know much backstory. Is there any place in North America that's safe? Uh, probably not. I don't think so. Also, I would have, um, I would have Abraham drive me to an auto dealership or trailer dealership for parts and extra vehicles. But that's just me, Paco the cat. Well, now, but, see, that's but, a smart idea, right? But we they, haven't seen any car dealerships, right? But but they have to go where where it's the road of least resistance, meaning where the zombies are not hoarding together. You know yeah. what I mean? But but you do bring up a a a point, and that is, and all their foraging and stuff. Yeah, we have not seen like. An auto a dealership, used car dealer. yeah, or, or an auto parts place and stuff like that, yeah, mm-hmm. or, or maybe even a fix it garage, AutoZone, yeah, or something. So that's a good idea. That's a good point. Although it's two years later, you would think by now it'd probably be four. It all, yeah, people would already because I'm still amazed whenever they find a vehicle with some gas in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although there's hardly no people to drive anymore, that's true. You know? But so, wouldn't it wouldn't it have evaporated and stuff? I don't think it evaporates. Gas didn't evaporate, mm. and I don't think it gets cold enough there to. <coughs> yeah, that's true. That. We are in Georgia, so yeah. but it does get cold in Georgia. True. Okay, well, thank you, Paco the cat. Thank you, Paco. Our next email is from Carrie. Hey, Carrie. Hey, sisters. As always, loving your podcast. Here's my two cents. Episode three. OMG. Right at the end of the episode, when Rick was standing over Gareth, my mother called. I said, hang on, Mom. <laughs> and then I proceeded to yell at the TV. Kill them all. Kill them twice. Kill those mother effers. My mom said, what the hell? <laughs> I said, sorry, Mom. Walking dead. <laughs> Maybe I should have told her I'd call her back. Yeah. She just laughed and said, what's going on? And by then I started gleefully jumping up and down, cheering like a toddler, and happily said, Michonne got her sword back. I was so happy. <laughs> Michonne is a badass either way, but she doesn't seem right without her sword. I know. Yes, I know. I agree. Episode four. I can't wait to see how this storyline turns out. They rolled Carol in at the end. I was like, what? I know. This season is so good. Can't wait till next week, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. I agree with you, Carrie. When they rolled Carol in, I thought, what, what the shit? It was awesome, though. That was a good way to end the episode. But you know what? The end of each episode has been like a what the hell moment. Yeah. Which I love. Has. I yeah. love that. Yeah, it has. It's been very good. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Carrie. Okay, our next email is from Marvin. Hey, Marvin. Hey, sisters. Short and sweet. When Rick Marks the sign no sanctuary there is no plant growth but when morgan sees the sign it has plant growth around it showing that time has passed oh don't know how much time but it shows he's not directly behind the group see the attached pic keep up the good work marvin in new york Thank you, Marvin. Thank you, Marvin. You know what, Marvin? You got a good... Yep. And you know what? That picture does show that. Yep. There's vegetation around that. You're right, Marvin. So, okay. that maybe a little bit in the future. Yeah. To throw us off a little to bit. To throw us off. Because, you know, I was a little irritated by the time I watched, like, the next episode that we haven't... Uh, uh, that See? we that we just finished that. Okay. <clears throat> they showed Mar- uh, uh, Morgan at the very premiere episode... Then we haven't seen him no more. Right. <laughs> Where he at? Where he at? So, yeah. Strange. 
I hope they don't wait. Well, it's obvious now they're going to wait for the second half of the season. Yeah. But I hope they actually get there at some point where we see Morgan. Yeah, let's And hope. they don't leave it to the next season. Let's you hope. know. Okay, our next email is from Leslie. Hey, Leslie. Hi, sisters. First off, I love you ladies. Yay. Your podcast is by far my most favorite. Cool. At work while I sit in my... In my horse stall, a.k.a. my tiny gray cubicle, <laughs> listening to your podcast always makes the day go so much better. Can't wait to hear your take on this Beth crap going on. Her and Tyrese just need to, excuse me, her and Tyrese need to just go look at the flowers. Good <laughs> riddance. Get bit already. Ooh. Love ya, Leslie. Oh, thank you, Leslie. Thank you, Leslie. But I think they're, I think they're trying to redeem Beth's uh, character though, because I thought that episode was was a good one for her. I thought it was a good episode too, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I had my doubts going into Me it. Me too, but I turned around. I was interested. Yeah, you know, most of the episode. So, so I thought it was good. Hopefully, they'll keep it up for her. I'm hoping we get back to our regular group because I'm. Yeah, I want to. I don't know. like when they go away from them for too long. Mm-hmm. You know, this is now what two, three episodes away from them. Yeah, about. So, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, and I just wanted to bring up real quick that we've been getting lately several invitations to, um, uh, what do you call it? Connect with people on LinkedIn as Sister Speak. And we do not have a Sister Speak LinkedIn no, profile. I don't do LinkedIn. So, well, I'm saying not individual, but we don't have a Sister Speak profile. So for all y'all that are sending invitations to join LinkedIn, we don't have a LinkedIn profile for Sister Speak. And um, so we're not going to be able to connect with you on LinkedIn. So, but you can connect with us on Google Plus, Facebook, or Twitter. So just check those out. Yeah. I don't do LinkedIn, so. Yeah. And I don't know that we will ever. I'm not doing it. No. That's for businesses, and I don't want to be bothered with that. Well, we're not talking about individuals' profiles. We're talking about a Sister Speak profile. I know, but that's for, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, well. I just don't think LinkedIn is, is the appropriate venue for what we do. Well. No. Yeah, no. It's not. So, we won't be on LinkedIn, y'all. <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> but thank y'all for thinking of us. <laughs> All right. Okay, and speaking of Z Nation, uh, we got an email from Susan from Geek Girl Soup, who we've um, podcasted True Blood with before, mm-hmm. um, a couple years ago. And they, she is um, having a brand new podcast about the show Z Nation. Cool. And it's called ZCast. And so she sent us a little promo, and I'd like to play that for everyone to hear. And if you're interested in watching Z Nation and want to listen to their podcast, take a listen. Okay. Nope. Mr. Pop. Attention, survivors of Z Nation. This is a Zcast special alert. The only fan podcast to survive being bitten by a zombie will infect the stream on October 26th. Look for the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or through the website ZNationPodcast.com. Follow ZCast fans on Twitter and join the discussion on our Facebook group, ZCast, 
a Z Nation fan podcast. Until we talk to you again, keep alert. Puppies and kittens are everywhere. All right, well, that was an awesome promo from Susan at Geek Girl Soup, who is now doing a Z-Cast, a Z Nation podcast. So if y'all are interested, go check it out. I love Z Nation, just for those of y'all who haven't watched it. It comes on Sci-Fi Network, and it's a pretty interesting take. Kind of campy, on, but it's serious, though, on uh, the zombie apocalypse. And they do it I a, thought it was vampires. No, it's zombies. Oh. And it's totally different than The Walking Dead. So okay. it's not anything like The Walking Dead. They do a whole different spin on uh Zombies, and they actually call them zombies on the show. But that was a clever promo, though. Yeah, so that pretty was, good. That was pretty good. Thanks, Susan. Thank you, Susan. Okay, our next email is from. Uh, there ain't no name on this thing. What? Okay, so it says, "Hey, sisters, I just found your podcast, and I love it. Would like to know how you feel about everyone talking about the supposed possible romance between Rick and Michonne." And that was hmm. it. They didn't sign it. Well, damn. <clears throat> How you going to know who it is? So, unknown person. Well, unknown person. Uh, Next time, put your name on the yeah. pl- on the email. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't really care. I mean, I like the fact that Michonne, actually, what I like is, I like the fact that Michonne and Carl are, are so close. That's what I like. Yeah. But as far as her and Rick getting together, I don't care. I don't mind it at all. I, I mean, I, I don't mind, but I, I don't care. I hope that if, if they do it, I wouldn't be opposed to it as long as they did it smart. Yeah, if they did it tastefully and smart. Yeah, yeah. and kind of have it linger for a bit mm-hmm. where it's obviously they like each other, but they don't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. I like that more than yeah. if they'd have PDA and holding hands down the fucking road. Well, like Rosarita, you know, she'd have, mm, anyway. Rosita. Okay. Anyway. Uh. So anyhow, but I kind of, well, okay, even like Rosita and Abraham, it's not demonstrative. They talk, you know, cutesy at times, but you don't see them holding hands and shit all the time. That's true. I would prefer if if Rick and Michonne were going to get together, that they kind of leave it to where we don't see everything. Yeah. And they are like liking each other, but they don't want to tell each other they like each other. Exactly. And it's not like. Out in the open. But then again, it's the zombie apocalypse. You ain't got a whole bunch of fucking time. True. You know? So, yeah. As Tyrese and what's her name? No. Yeah. So, I'm not opposed to it, but I like the relationship between Michonne and Carl more. Yeah. That's what I like. I do, too. Mm -hmm. I like all of them together. Well, yeah, but, but I like that. My favorite episodes are with Rick, Michonne, and Carl. Yep. You know? Okay. No name person. No yeah. name. Thank you, no name. Yeah. Okay, our next email is from Zombie Mom. Hey, Zombie Mom. <clears throat> and the title or the subject line is Slab Town, a.k.a. Nasty Green Lollipops. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's right. Mm. Hey, sisters. Hope all is well with you and the Sister Speak Nation. I spent this whole damn episode yelling at Beth to shank that bitch. I know it. Shank her already. Slap me for nothing and tell me cops still have power in the zombie apocalypse. I dare you. Mm -hmm. I am too old for that shit. Mm -hmm. She would have gotten punched after that first slap. Mm -hmm. At least Walker Walker Joan got her revenge on that creepy Gorman. 
Yeah. That shit makes me mad because some cops and men would really act like that. Yeah, they yeah. would. They would. I hope Carol is the Trojan horse sneaking in to lay waste to these assholes. Nice meeting, Noah. But damn, he didn't even try to help Beth. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little messed up. Well, but hey, that's that hey. survival instinct kicking in. He hey, he was too busy running to see the her Hell ass was caught yeah. up. And then when he did see it, there wasn't nothing he could have done. Nothing he could have done. They had guns and shit. And they was already had her slap on the ground, putting them cuffs on her. Yep. In a webisode on the AMC, AMC site... There is a storage unit this guy gets clothes out of. He sees the pictures in it, and it's Rick's storage unit. There is a photo with he and Shane with two other officers, one of which looks like Don Lerner, the cop, that likes to pimp-slap girls. Hmm. I hope Rick knows this chick and tells her what an idiot she is before he kills her. I just don't like her. Mm-mm. Love you, ladies. Zombie mom. Thank you, zombie, Thank you, zombie mom. mom. And you know what? I agree with you, too. I don't like this Dawn. Yeah. I don't like her. I want her to be killed. I really don't like her. Especially yeah, I don't like her. The fact that she knows all the shit them cops are doing. Yeah, and she just lets she them, just do lets them do oh, it. Oh, because you know it just just kind of complaces them. Right? Compl- Bitch, oh, please. please. You know. Uh uh-uh. uh. She got to go. She got to go. Thank you. Hello. I mean, she don't eat people like Gareth yeah. does, but she's on that same plane. She got I, to go. I understand why Beth didn't try to punch her because. Right. She would have got got if she did. And plus, Beth is still healing. I mean, she still got that cast or whatever that shit they put on her arm. Yeah. So, you know, she's still healing. So, and plus, Beth ain't that way, no She ain't way. that way. No. Mm-mm. But although she was going to shank that doctor, though. She sure was. <laughs> well, she thought she was. You don't right, know if she really Right, 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 right. <clears throat> okay. Well, thank you, zombie mom. Our next email is from Tammy. Hey, Tammy. Hey, Tammy. Hey, sisters. I'm going to email email in this time with my thoughts in this latest episode, Slabtown. So we see Beth is in some workhouse slash prison camp run by cops (laughs) who have let their positions of power go to their heads. Mm -hmm. Apparently, they only save map weak-looking people who who they think they can bully easily. I'm so glad that fucking Chester the Molester cop got his throat ripped out. <laughs> Chester the Molester. Chester the Molester. That's the truth. And I don't know why, but I laughed my ass off when Noah hobbled his cute little behind as fast as he could to safety. <laughs> that was just so funny to me. It was. And it plus, was funny. his little skinny ass made it through that fence. That's what See, I was laughing now, about. We didn't talk about this, but I'm thinking, would I have been able to make it through that fence? No. I don't know. No. <laughs> Uh, but neither one of us, because we are healthy black girls. <laughs> we got TNA, so yeah. I'd have been really. And I might be short, but for my height, I still have TNA. You got A. <laughs> TNA. Well, we done already had this conversation. <laughs> hey, I can't have really big boobs being short and, and petite. The T would have been fine for you, but the A would have been <laughs> Yeah, I would. I would have been hung up with. That. I would have been trying to flatten my teeth. <laughs> yeah, it would have been rusty that fence. I, I'd have tried to squeeze through as fast as I could. Yeah, but yeah, you'd have been poked. Oh yeah, I would have been poked. I'd have been in some pain, but I'd have made it. Uh, she says, and this horrible place won't know what hit him when Carol comes to. I know. I'm glad you guys are back. I miss y'all when you start taking breaks. I know. 
I know. Speaking of which, I recorded a little tagline about it. Like to hear? Here it goes. Tammy. Okay, so let's listen to her tagline. All right, come on, Tammy. Hey, everyone. This is Tammy calling from New Jersey. And just like a walker, if the sisters take breaks, I'll get the shakes. Oh, Tammy, that is so cute. Thank you. Thank you, Tammy. It could have been worse. But th- well, thank you. That was very nice. It was an unintentional break and a long one, but you yeah. know. Yeah. All we can say is sorry and move forward. Yeah. <laughs> Sister K need to say sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, come on. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. That was great. Hey, Andreas. Hey, Andreas. <laughs> Where you been? <sighs> okay, our next email, <clears throat> excuse me. It's from Ozzy John again. Hey, Ozzy John. We're going to hear from y'all several times because there's three episodes we're trying to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, sisters. I want to start by saying that I like Beth. I was also looking forward to finding out what happened to her. However, what we got was the worst episode ever. <laughs> it is Star Wars, The Phantom Menace of The Walking Dead. <laughs> the Phantom Menace. I like that. You know what? All those new Star Wars were terrible. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Actually, the first one was... The best out of all three. But that's what he's saying. I know, that's I'm just the saying. Whole point. Yeah. He said Phantom Minutes, but I'm saying all of them. <laughs> it is needed for plot and character development, but is boring and a waste of everyone's time. Anyway, here are my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Number one, I'll start with the obvious and be another person that is now predicting Carol is a Trojan horse to rescue Beth. And, I hope so. And Daryl is with Chris Rock getting reinforcements for a big rescue. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Like no Chris Rock. Well, Chris Rock was the voice on Everyone Hates Chris. Oh, okay. okay. He was Chris's voice. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Everybody mm. hates Chris. Mm, okay. Mm, I have to say that. Every I time. never did watch that show, so I don't I know. I only watched it every once in a while. Mm, I never did watch it. Um, he says, I think this rescue will be dragged out to be the mid season finale. I think you're right. I think you're right. Number two, these characters are and setting is just a poor man's Woodbury. We have, <laughs> yeah. We have Milton 2.0, Don the rubbish female governor, and Gorman was a stupid Merle. You know what? Now that is a good. But Merle wasn't raping up people though. No, he wasn't. I will say that for Merle. Yeah. But other, but yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but the analogy is intact. Yeah, that's good. That's good. At least we don't have. Excuse me. At least we don't seem to have a DMH. Dickmatized trick hoe. Ain't that the truth? That's good. <laughs> or dickmatized hoe. Mm-hmm. They're all stupid characters that followed another standard TV trope. The character we liked at first, the doctor, turned out to be a dick. Yep. The character we hate at first, Don, the stupid leader, I think we are supposed to feel sorry for her at the end. I don't. <coughs> I don't. I want her dead. I hope none of these people join our group in some of the redemption story. In some sort of redemption story. I hope not. We already have Father Gabriel for that. Yeah, I hope not. Number three. When the doctor, I've forgotten his name. I was so bored. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember his name either. I don't know what his name is either. Come to think of it, I, I see John. I, I have it in my notes. Yeah, see, now that shows you that was a boring-ass character. I like this episode, though. I didn't think it was I that mean, boring. I thought it was okay. It was but way better than the other um, best-centric episode. Well, now, yeah. With her and Daryl, and even Daryl couldn't save that one. That's true. Except for when he got pissed. That was funny. That was true. And um, he peed in the corner. 
And you talk about, you wanted to pee on her. I did not. Yes, you anyway. did. Yes, you did. Let's not revisit that whole shit. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, uh, come on. says, um, when the doctor said, look at these bruises, then listen to the guy's shirt, how did he know the bruises were there? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Well, I mean, look, if he fell from a building, I'm thinking he's assuming that he... Well, now, that is a good point. That, yeah. Ble- ble- bleeding. That yeah. is a good point, because he did say that he <laughs> fell off a building. Yeah, and I'm sure that... I don't know that they showed it, but I'm sure while he was doing whatever he was doing, his shirt might have came up a little bit. Mm. I don't know. Number four. <clears throat> how is the hospital not surrounded by a sea of walkers or rotters? At the end of season two, the farm was overrun because a large herd was formed by a lot of walkers following the noise of a helicopter. Yeah. These people have cars. Well, actually, what had happened was at the farm, John, mm-hmm. remember when they killed all the people in the barn? Yep. That's what drew them suckers there. Yeah, because they were shooting them all. It wasn't. Well, the helicopter kind of helped, mm-hmm. but then they heard all them damn gunshots. Yep. Anyway, I see his point. These people have cars and are driving everywhere. When these noisy cars are driven back to the hospital, they would have to have some walkers following them. True. True that. Yeah, but weren't there some walkers outside, though? There are. There yeah, are walkers. out in the courtyard because because Noah had to make them do the walkers. I think they keep them alive on purpose to keep people in Yeah, them. yeah. And they just have a way to get around them. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. I think you're right. Because um, you saw that they were in a gate, gated area. A gated area. And they keep them walkers. Like that, like that inner part of that prison. Right. And yeah. they keep them walkers there to, mm-hmm. uh, I think, keep people. Mm-hmm. That's probably true. And I think when new walkers come up, they probably leave because they're like, well, shit, it's just other walkers. Could be. You know, people for me to eat. Anywho, uh, number five. I do like the irony of formerly abused housewife Carol being left amidst a bunch of rapist cops. Number mm. six, <clears throat> while the basement scene was exciting, how did Beth know where to shoot in pitch black? Well, you know. Mm. Yeah, well. I thought, I think that scene was, I mean, there was a little bit of light, but I think it was more for dramatic effect. There. I think it was for, yeah. yeah. I liked that scene, actually. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was okay. <clears throat> Number seven. These, well, damn, John, how many you got? John Long-Winded. Shit. Um, number seven. These are my new and probably wrong predictions. Kara won't die yet. I think that Chris Rock and Don might join our group. <laughs> <laughs> that just cracks me up every time he says that. His name is Noah. Noah. Okay. I still hope she doesn't, but if she does, hopefully she isn't a stupid bitch when stripped of a leadership role. Mm. I'm hoping she does not die. I don't group. want Carol to she, die. She, he, says, I don't, he says she won't die yet. Mm-hmm. I um, hope not. Anyway, I'm done now. Hopefully the Abraham group story next week is better. Cheers, ladies. Have a good one. Ozzy John. Thank you, Ozzy John. Ozzie that John, was that long was, ass. Thank you. I was just about to say that. That was too damn long yeah, ass, Ozzie John. John, you need to keep that shit short. short. <laughs> Instead of seven points, make it about four. Yeah. Okay, but we appreciate it, though. Thank you, Ozzy John. <laughs> Ooh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> okay. The next email is from Steve G. Hey, Steve J. Dear sisters, Grady Memorial is a real hospital in Atlanta. Cool. 25 years ago when I had no insurance, 
I went to the emergency room there, and they fixed my broken little toe. <clears throat> I waited about 11 hours to see a doctor. Oh, my God. Damn. What? Well, see, he didn't have no insurance. Hey. So they pushed his ass to the end. Oh, well, see. <laughs> I don't know what that feels like because I've always had insurance. Oh, well, you're lucky then. Mm, always. In the 1840s, there used to be a squatter settlement called Slabtown where Grady now stands. I'll be done. The name came from the ramshackle dwellings put together with abandoned concrete plates or slabs. Margaret Mitchell, the author of Gone with the Wind, mm-hmm. died after spending five days in a coma at Grady after she was hit by a taxi while walking across Peachtree Street. I'll be damned! Oh, shit! Damn, that's a wonderful piece of trivia! That's not wonderful. No, no, but what I'm saying is, wow, that is a neat piece of trivia. Apparently, the driver had been drinking adult beverages at the time and did 11 months for manslaughter. Oh, my goodness. That's terrible. That 11- is, it, that would be interesting to research. Whitman Mayo, the actor who played Grady on Sanford and Son. Exactly. By the way, Sister J, is no relation to Aunt Esther, is she? <laughs> no. Died of a heart attack at Grady Memorial in 2001. Oh, my goodness. And an interesting inside joke to the episode, known only to Atlanta natives, is that there was a phenomenon known as the Grady Ghouls that existed during the 60s and 70s where people would sit in their parked cars near the entrance to the emergency room and watch the ambulances bring in trauma victims. Kind of like a cheap drive-in movie in more ways than one. Oh, that's shit! Oh, that is shit! Oh, that is something! Well, damn! That's a bunch of tragedy! Damn, but that's interesting! So damn sadistic, Sister J. No, that is not interesting. It is. That's an interesting piece of trivia. Oh my goodness. Um, I thought the episode itself was kind of lame, except for the end, where Beth was literally lighting up zombie heads in the darkened basement. The Walking Dead is one of my favorite shows, in part because I'm an Atlanta native. But I can't love it unconditionally like I do Game of Thrones, mm. which is a perfect show in every way. Yep. Casting, acting, writing, directing, art direction, etc. Well, we have issues with with Game of Thrones, too. Yeah, we do. But Game <laughs> but of Thrones is, is the bomb. It is my show. My yeah, that's my fave. The guy who directed Slabtown had almost no previous experience, and it showed in the amateurishness of the execution of the episode. Why a top-rated show like The Walking Dead... Would throw away an episode on an untested director, I do not know. Probably to give him a shot. I didn't think it was that bad. Well, but they, they, they probably did that to give him a shot, to give him a chance, to see what he could do. How else are you supposed to get yeah. experience if they don't try you out? All the best, sisters. You have one of the few podcasts that I keep coming back to. Regards, Steve G. Thank you, Steve G. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. And unlike Sister K. I like listening to all that trivia. That is fascinating to me. That is fascinating. First of all, I did know that Grady Memorial was a real hospital in Atlanta because I already knew that. Don't ask me how I knew, but I had read it somewhere or or something. But to know that Margaret Mitchell died after being in a coma from being hit by a cab, that is something. terrible. That is something. And the fool only got 11 months. Yeah. Yeah. And he was drunk driving. Drunk. See, drunk driving way back then, too. Damn. Mm-hmm. That is something. That's awful. And then to hear the um, 
You know, I'm going to have to do something with that little fact about the Grady Ghouls, though. That's terrible. Who's going to sit? Hey, but people are freaky. Yeah. People are freaky. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Can you imagine that, no, though? That's awful. Because your ass is too like cheap to going, go to a damn ass movie. I don't even like going to visit people in the hospital. I know. If I don't mm. have to. I don't like seeing no blood for real. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Thank you, Stephen G. Thank you, Stephen. That was a great email. I Good like research. that. Yeah, great. Okay, our next email is from Joy. And hey, Joy. She says, hi, sisters. Hope this makes it in time. And she's got a voicemail. Okay, cool. So let me play her voicemail now. Hi, sisters. It's Joy from Southern California. You know, I had a thought. Everyone, I listen to a bunch of other podcasts, and everyone on the podcast is saying that... Um, they were falling asleep during this episode of Slabtown. But there was a time change for most of us, so maybe people were just tired. Anyway, that was just my thought. Truthfully, I was falling asleep too. It was a boring episode. There were a lot of things in there that um, I just didn't care for. I hate rape scenes, so just any implication of that bugs me so that bothered me a lot and then what bothered me also was that uh, when Beth was slapped by that uh, what was her name the officer character I I forget her name anyway when she was slapped by her Beth just stood there she didn't react and you know um, defend herself or anything so that kind of bugged me anyway that's it bye well, thank you, uh, Joy, for that voicemail. Thank you, and Joy. A, a couple things. Number one, you are certainly correct. Yeah, it was daylight savings time, you know, time difference. And, and so maybe some people were like, he's still sleepy or whatever. But that police officer captain is, her name is Dawn. And I didn't, I did not have any problem with Beth's reaction. I didn't either. Because, I mean, damn, that was so... Surprising. First of all, that she was fucking blue. Yeah. It's out of the fucking blue. She just woke up and was kind of threatened by the chick. Yeah. Third of all, chick got a gun. Got a gun. Okay. Beth ain't stupid. Beth ain't crazy. And plus, I'm sure Beth is still suffering from PTSD or whatever the shock is from seeing her daddy beheaded. Well, it I ain't been that long ago. I just didn't find it odd that she would I didn't react find it odd. Just because if somebody knocks you out and they're obviously in a pitch, uh, position, position. Of, of control over you and they've half-assed threatened your ass already. And they got a gun. And they got a gun on their head. What you gonna do? You can't do nothing. Yeah, what you gonna do? No. No, you can't do nothing. So, but, but thank I'm with you. you. I don't like scenes like that either. But the hardest part about the whole thing is the fact that this chick knows what these cops are doing. That's the part and, that I and, and just letting it happen. Yeah, now that's and then the later talk about well, it keeps them happy, so they keep on helping us out. Yeah, chick, what the fuck? Yeah, she the pimp. Pimp. Mm-hmm. That's the part I didn't like. She the pimp. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Joy. I, I don't know. I kind of liked it, and uh, you know me, I ain't a best fan. Number one <laughs> fan or nothing. <laughs> The but I thought it was, was fine. okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it wasn't the, the most exciting, but no, we can have everything jumping out of it. You know, to see every time. So, okay, thank you, Joy. I thought the Abraham uh, episode to me was boring until they got 
to Eugene and his revelation, and they knocked you know him what? out. I liked this episode way better than Abraham's. Yeah, I mean, I did too. Again, I didn't need to see his backstory. Uh, All I need to know was this motherfucker's lying. There ain't no <laughs> shit in Washington D.C. Yeah, we could have got that knocked out within and thirty then, minutes when Abraham knocked him out cold. Yeah, that was the best part, and it was in. Well, so. I don't know if it was the best part. Yeah, that was good. At least it because was that would be my reaction too. I'd be so mad. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd beat him down too. I'm oh yeah. Too. And I like you. And he put shit in the gas tank. And oh shit. hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. Well, our next email is from Myron. Hey Myron. Hey Myron. Hello sisters. How you going? Practicing my Australian, Sister K. <laughs> How you going? How you going? I can't say it. I'm mm. bad. Um, This was a complicated episode to watch for reasons I'm sure your other participants have commented on by now. Mm -hmm. There were plenty of homages to prior seasons in this episode. From the opening scene where Beth opens her eyes in the hospital to the doctor telling Beth that everyone has a job to do. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a while to warm up to this episode, but overall, I did like it. Let's face it. Beth has been around since season two. She's a minor character, but she is still worthy of her own episode, which will finally allow the writers to expand her character. That's true, though. Character arc. It took a long time, but then again, a lot has happened since the farm. Right, sisters? Yep. Okay, back to my format. Let's get started. Okay. Number one. If you didn't know, A, did you notice the clock in the opening scene? The camera went back to the clock a few times. The hour hand was on the five, minute hand on the four, and the second hand was on 10 when Hmm. Edwards and Don entered the room. Hmm. Season 5, episode 4, I'm going to speculate that the second hand, 10, represents the number of days passed since Beth was taken from the funeral home. Scott Gimple has admitted to using the clock to indicate where the show is in the story. Oh, I see. Timelines are being heavily manipulated this season (laughs) as well, it appears. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I think so, too. Uh, B, Don was slap-happy with Beth because she wanted to get at the doctor via his indentured servant slash eventual sex slave, Beth. Yeah. Yeah, because she yeah, was mad she, at the doctor. Right. But, yeah, and, and, and you're right. Eventual sex slave was, was absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Number two, the motherfucking man or woman. Hey, hands down, it was Joan. She was tired of being raped by Gorman, so she got bit on purpose. She did. They sawed her arm off so Gorman would continue raping her. Mm -hmm. She went to Dawn's office and reopened her wound, which led her to bleed out. Then Walker Joan got her revenge on Gorman with an assist by Beth. Yep. Um, Runner-up is Beth. Who would have known the lollipop jar would have led to Gorman being taken out? I know! That was good! That was good. Yeah, that was good. (coughs) Number three, just saying... A, Sister K, how long before Gorman would have started putting lollipops in Don's mouth? Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I would have popped his ass the first time. Yeah, but you know what? But you came. She could have. He had a gun. B, Sister J, Noah said he was from Richmond, where they have walls. But he and his dad went to Atlanta in search of his uncle. Well, Rick and them head to Richmond... Do you think his uncle might be Morgan? Yep. Just saying. See, that's what that's you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Yep. I think See, so. I haven't thought about that. I think so. That's the first thing I thought. Ooh, when he said they killed my daddy, so I'm, I, I'm not going to find my uncle. Yep. Oh, yeah. I First thing I thought, oh, yeah, that got to be Morgan. 
Uh, C. Sister K, would it be a good idea for Beth to go stand in the corner when Dawn enters the room? <laughs> her slot boxing game is tight. <laughs> Beth don't need, need her stitches to come loose again. Just saying. But you know what, though? Beth surprised me, though. She stands right up there with him. She she be speaking up, though. Yeah. She be speaking up, so. Uh, mm-hmm. D. Dawn is a neat freak. The funeral home last season was immaculate, wasn't it, sister? Yeah. So is the church. Just saying. Oh, you know what? That is a good point. Huh. Hmm. Now, see, I don't think she's got anything to do with the church. With the, and so is the that, hospital. With that house, that's probably them. And the hospital. Right, but the house that they were in, remember we said it was, that was all luring neat? people. That was the lure. Yeah, that was the lure. You're right. Because that 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 uh, 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 car... With the cross on it, it was, yeah, real close to the house. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, since a man had to wait for another installment of Dim Sisters on The Walking Dead, it felt like the sisters put a man on punishment for his last email. <laughs> a man has nothing but affection for all of the alphabet-lettered sisters. <laughs> Myron, you are A man, much. yeah, yeah, talking like Jackin. Uh-huh. Uh, he's well, talking you, Sister K. I know. Glad Dallas is Ebola free, because a man doesn't want to lose his sister. <laughs> you do jacking pretty well, Myron. Take care, Myron. Oh, thank you, Myron, thank for you, that Myron. hilarious, informative email. You are too much, Myron. That was very good Jack and speak. The only thing, Myron, is you got you got to cut your shit down. That was long ass, Myron. That was you long and ass. Ozzy John, what the deal is? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Myron. Thank you, Myron. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. And her, she says, hey, sisters, hope y'all are well. Yep. Here's probably my shortest feedback ever. Uh-oh. Okay, so let's play this now. All right. Hey, sisters, it's Shalita from Philly. Um, not even re-watching this episode. It was okay. It was action-packed. Had some interesting stuff. Found out some backstory on, you know, some folk. But, I don't know. For some reason, I just wasn't feeling it. Maybe because we all knew from the get-go that Eugene was a lying sack of shit. <laughs> I mean, who bought that, really? Anyway, so, what do you think is going to happen now? Because Eugene needs to be sleeping. If he's alive, if, he, if, if um, Abraham didn't kill him, he needs to sleep with one eye open because Abe was pissed. But Eugene saved his life, though, because he was about to kill himself after he found his family's bodies. But, you know, what are you going to do? And let's see. That's that's basically all that happened was just all of them. Can't wait for next week, though. Next week looks great. Uh, I'm missing the main group, though. I don't like the splitting up thing. The splitting up ain't working for me. But we'll see what happens. Okay, can't wait to hear the podcast. Thanks. Bye. Oh, thank you, Shalita, for that voicemail. Thank you, Shalita. And I agree with you, Um, you know... I mean, other than, you, uh, if I recall, though, you called it pretty early that Eugene was probably lying. So, you know. She <clears throat> did. She did. Yeah. I kind of had an inkling, but it's still shocking when he actually admitted it, though. See, I was trusting Eugene. Yeah, because I kind of like that Eugene <clears throat> character, though. But it was a little shocking. But, yeah, um, I like it better when they get back to the main group. I don't like yeah. the splitting off either. I don't either. I want them back with the main and group. And I don't like it when they did this last season too. Mm-hmm. We've got two, three episodes without our main people. Yes. 
where they focus on the other, others, you and know, like, people no. that are split off. Yeah, no, I, don't I, mean, like yeah I don't like that. I, I know they like probably that. want to break, but no, that's what you pay them for. To yeah, make work every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So <laughs> she thanks. also says, oh. "I honestly didn't have a lot to say about this one. I did enjoy how they were holed up in a library and bookstore. They could have left me there. I'd have been quite content." Plus, I like the way they were making use out of whatever they found. Yeah, that was good. Yes. I like that. Never would have considered the wire hangers as a grill stove. I know. See, that was slick. Good idea. And book binding as thread for stitches. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's honestly all I can think of. Until next time, Shalita. No P.S.? No P.S. Ooh, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. That is the very first Well, no, she's time. had another one without P.S. Oh, okay. Maybe her second one without a Wow. Point. It's rare. Rare, uh, Shalita. <laughs> mm. But yeah, um, as far as that whole scenes in the library, I was fascinated because I was really impressed with Tara building that flame with them hangers. Yeah, that was cool. To cook that can. I mean, that's something you could put in your memory banks and like use if yes. you ever need it. I'm using and that. And then, then... You're right. That thread out of the binding from the books, that was so smart. That yep. was so smart. I would have never thought of that. That was never really would've. smart. So, yeah, I did enjoy that. Thank you, Shalita. Thanks, Shalita. Okay, our next email is from Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hey, Bunny. My dear sisters, J and K, welcome back. Yep. Are you back? Yep. Sure as hell hope so. <laughs> Here's my feedback <laughs> on the episode titled Self-Help. Should have called this episode What the Hell. <laughs> As you can see, I did not like this shit. Uh oh. Okay, we learned Eugene, the dumbass looking man, was not a scientist. Duh. <laughs> I, for one, knew that all along. Look at that dumbass. <laughs> when asked an intelligent question, he always said confidential. <laughs> shit, during an apocalypse, nothing is confidential. You write about that, buddy. <laughs> she cracking me up. What I did notice in this episode was did you notice Maggie, Tara, and what's her face's eyebrows? Good lord, those were some crisp eyebrows. <laughs> During this time, I would be the only one with gray roots and a unibrow. <laughs> I know that's right. Oh, Lord have mercy. But you know, zombies ain't using wigs, so there's probably a wig shop <laughs> somewhere. Full of stock. Yeah, you can, you can do some waxing or something. And get some tweezers. Oh, Lord. That sure. plucking the eyebrows is hurting, though. I don't ever pluck mine. Mm-mm. Mm. I'll never do it. Uh, you probably should. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a unibrow. I've got nice-shaped eyebrows, but I don't ever arch them or pluck them. Mm. They're just natural that way. Okay. <laughs> 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 what you trying to say? Okay, so today. Anyway. Uh, sure hope this show picks up a bit. I guess we are coming into mid-season, whatever, so I would imagine a cliffhanger is coming. Yep. So happy you both are back and hope all is well. Till next time, as always, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny, Thank for you, that Bunny. email. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I cannot would... imagine that you would have a unibrow. I, so I can't either. No. But, but I will say, I don't think ain't nothing wrong of going 
and getting some clippers because zombies ain't using no clippers <laughs> and having some scissors handy so that y'all can trim up your hair and shave your beards and shit like that. Ain't no reason for that. Mm, mm, mm. They need to get Rick cleaned up. <sighs> Rick is a little scruffy looking. Scruffy. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Tammy and it's a voicemail. Okay, cool. Hey sisters, it's Tammy. These are my latest thoughts on uh, self-help in The Walking Dead. Um, I was very, very bored by the entire episode. I didn't care about any of them. I just want to get back to Rick and them. We see that Eugene, of course, is no scientist, as we all figured he wasn't. And everyone kept pointing out his mullet, which was, okay, we get it, he has a mullet, move it along. Um... But the one scene I was very, uh, that was strange to me was why was Abraham's wife and kids looking so horrified at him? I mean, of course he beat these guys to the death, but obviously they were bad guys and, you know, you do what you have to do. Um, and obviously he was protecting them. He just saved their lives, it looked like. Why this woman who looked like an extra from Beetlejuice with a bad wig on, why was she, she had this gormless expression on her face? And then she writes this note, them try and find us. Uh, how far do you think you're going to get in the zombie apocalypse, honey, with two children? Not very far, as we see. And uh, I actually kind of, you know, it was actually kind of funny <laughs> when he saw her laying on the ground, which is, you know, the wig left. Um, but I didn't care anything about these people. I really just want to get back to the, the, the main group. And... Um, I will talk to you guys later. Bye, sisters. Oh, thank you, Tammy, for that voicemail. Thank you, Tammy. And, and yeah. thank you. You said exactly what I was saying. Yep, you did. Why were they so freaking scared looking? Mm-hmm. Well, it I don't mean, make no sense. Your explanation was maybe she was a battered woman or something. I think it had and to be. And therefore, you know, when you, when she saw him going into a rage Killing those obviously bad people, but it probably, you know, because as you pointed out, Sisuke, the kids was looking scared too. Unless he was whooping your ass on a daily basis, there's no reason for you to be freaked out yeah. that he's beating up someone in the fucking zombie apocalypse. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Yeah. You running for your lives. Yep. And it, it and you know, uh, Timmy, now that you mention it though, yeah, that was a bad wig, wasn't it? Well, that was a bad she, wig. I mean, they and they needed to recast her because I don't see how. Now, maybe I don't know genetics, but if you got a man with red hair and a woman with black hair, are the kids going to have red hair? They didn't have no red hair. They had red hair. Oh, no, they didn't. The kids did. Did they? Yeah. Oh. Because mm. they're trying to make them look like his kids. <laughs> but she, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I mean, I'd have been like, no. I wasn't looking that <laughs> all I know is they look too damn scared for all that. It was confusing to me. Like, yeah. what was the real issue then? Because it wasn't just that he's yeah. this man. And ass. especially where then they left him sleeping left. and went on out left. into the zombie. And got like 10 feet. Yeah. <laughs> they were just right outside. Really? <laughs> 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 they was. They was right outside. She got it. You couldn't have run. You couldn't have looked out the door. And said, oh well, we ain't gonna make it. Let's go yeah, back. Yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know because she didn't get very far at she all. Get far at uh-uh. all. Uh-uh. She sure didn't. Poor kids had crazy ass mama too. Mm-hmm. Damn. 
I would really like a fucking explanation for that. Damn. Yeah. yeah. They ain't nobody asked on the Talking Dead either. Yeah, they sure did. Why the hell were they so damn freaked out? Yeah, nobody asked that question, did nope. they? Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Thank hey, you, Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. <laughs> hey, Andrea. Hey, for the third time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for the third time. <laughs> okay, our next email is from Kristen. Hey, Kristen. A.K.A. Moody Quesadilla on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Hey, sisters. I'm so excited for this season's Sister Speak for The Walking Dead. Okay, cool. One thing I wanted a quick answer to before I get into it was Sister K's question of how we know months had passed between Rick and company leaving Terminus and Morgan finding the sign. When Rick paints over the sign, it's a clear sign. When Morgan comes across it, vines and weeds have started growing over it. To signify time passing. Well, see, I didn't realize see, that at the beginning. I so, didn't yeah. But so, thank you're y'all. right. Yeah, and then, um, who was it? Myron or Robert said that. Yeah, too. yeah, one of them. One of y'all said it. I can't remember now. With so many emails. I uh, can't wait to hear what you sisters are going to say about the past couple of episodes. <laughs> I only go over the Beth one now since I'm awaiting that podcast. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> y'all be trying it, don't y'all? <laughs> Y'all, y'all be sneaking that hey, shit in there. Y'all be real close to the edge. Y'all think y'all <laughs> slick. But y'all ain't slick. Y'all ain't funny. <laughs> Quit trying to read us on the slide. <laughs> we know we late. We know we yeah. late. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, crazy. come on. She says, I thought in some ways the show went way too fast and glossed over important parts of the hospital group. The sex mm. trafficking slash rape with the male police and the male cop plotting to take over the hospital. Mm-hmm. But in other parts went so slowly. Nothing really happened till the last 10 minutes. <clears throat> mm. I'm really hoping Carol is going to be okay. Me too. I think Noah, the man Beth helped save, will be the one with Daryl since Noah and Daryl met each other before in one of the Walking Dead video games. Oh. oh well, see, I wouldn't have known Okay. That. I haven't played that game. Ooh, that'd be Mm-mm. a fun game to play, though. Ooh, yeah, we got to check that out. Daryl would probably bring him back to the group since they know each other, and Noah has info on where Beth and now Carol are. Yep. Well, they don't know each other in the show. Right, but... But, but he does have makes, intel. It makes sense that that would be the person. Yeah. Okay, stopping now so I don't get too long ass. Can't wait for more episodes. I listen to you ladies while I work, and it makes the time fly. <laughs> Keep up the amazing work, Kristen. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you, Kristen. And, oh, we're going to have to check out the game, the yeah, Walking Dead game. I'm going to have to check that yeah. out. Yeah. Fun. Cool. Okay. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, it wasn't the most, like, action-packed episode. Yeah, but, you know, for but every season, though, they always have those episodes where it's, it feels like it's, it's filler. It's yeah. filler. It's more dialogue. Yeah. And it's filler yeah. for others setting up other stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. True. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, our next email is from Mr. J. Hey, Mr. J. Hey, where Mr. you J. been? Say hi to Hugh for us. Yeah. Hey, Hugh. Hey, Sister J and Sister K and fam. Just a quick note to say I would have snatched that mullet off Eugene's head <laughs> and choked him with it. Ooh. I knew his ass was lying. <laughs> I laughed my ass off when he was running from the walkers toward Abraham in the flashback. No, that was funny. He looked a mess. <laughs> Great season so far. Much love, Mr. J. 
Thank you, Mr. Thank J. You, Mr. J. Thank you, Mr. J, for that appropriate thank you. email. I was going to say the same thing. Short <laughs> and sweet. Short and sweet. And if anyone could do a longer one, it's Mr. J. We haven't heard from him oh, in yeah. a while. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Mr. J. Thank you. He did look a mess. Mm-hmm. Eugene did look a yes. mess. Mm-hmm. He's still looking a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that actor, mullet need to go. Yeah, because that actor is actually good looking. He's not bad looking at yeah. all. Okay, our next email is from Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. She says, first time trying voicemail feedback. Hope Uh-oh. It works. Okay, so let's play this now. Okay, cool. Hey, sisters. It's Stephanie from Oregon calling with feedback for self-help. I like this episode. I liked seeing more of Abraham and Eugene. I think he's definitely some comic relief that the show needs, and he's grown on me. And I liked seeing kind of what had led Abraham to act how he's how he's been, but I just didn't really buy this stuff with his wife. I just didn't think she'd leave with the kids out on her own after kind of what happened, but maybe there's more to the story. Either way, I'm looking forward to next week and seeing, I think maybe it's going to be back with Daryl and Carol and Beth, and I'm hoping everyone gets back together. I think after last season, it's hard having everyone splintered up. But the season's been great so far. The opener was kick-ass. Um, and I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. Love the podcast. Thanks. Bye. Oh, thank you for that voicemail, Stephanie. You sound so sweet. Thank you, Stephanie. Oh, your voice is wonderful. Yeah, you have a very, a very, uh, very sweet little voice. Pleasing so. voice. Yes, very pleasing. But, yeah, <laughs> you know what, Stephanie? I, I'm kind of with you, though. I mean, I enjoyed the episode because... I didn't mind uh, uh, knowing uh, Abraham's backstory because for me anyway, this is a J. I like Abraham. And I kind of have a, had a feeling that Eugene was lying, but I still really, really, really like the fact that now we know definitively that he was a liar. But yeah. I did <clears throat> like the whole scene with him and Tara where she was trying to tell him, look, okay, you did this shit in the past. Don't tell nobody else. Right. And, and you know, yeah. yeah, all of us feel guilty and bad. Welcome to the human race, asshole. Well, That's I what like, you told him, you know. I like Abraham, too. I liked but it. I didn't want a whole effing episode with his ass. No, but. And the, a backstory. Exactly. I, mean, I like all of those new people so mm-hmm. far. And I would have liked to have a little backstory of how they got together. Exactly. I would have preferred, actually, to see Rosita's backstory if, if we had to pick which one out of all of them, you know? Because. Mr. J, why are you looking at me crazy? I don't care shit about Rosarita. It's I mean, Rosita. You said that on purpose now. <laughs> because you know but what? I will say. I don't care. I like I liked them. I just didn't want a whole effing episode with them and none of our other people. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's so, true. Anyway. Anywho. <laughs> thank you, Stephanie. Stephanie. We hope you send in another voicemail. Yeah, that was great. In the future. Okay, our next email is from Crackers. Hey, Crackers, where you been? What it do, sisters? Yeah. I'm going to keep this short. Okay. I don't mind the Beth episode, or excuse me, I didn't mind the Beth episode. I also have no problem with getting Abraham's backstory and exposing Eugene as a lying-ass liar. That's right. My only beef is that I shouldn't have to watch The Talking Dead to get filled in on the details of Abraham's story. There you go, though. Really? Boop! You're Thank right. You. You're right, Crackers. You are so right. But even that didn't tell me much. Yeah. 
He says, uh, they didn't, or excuse me, she says, they didn't show us why Abraham killed that dude with a can. Exactly. Or why his wife ran away while he was asleep. That's what you're saying. Nope. Gotta watch Chris Hardwick to find that out. (laughs) That's bad writing and editing. (laughs) By the way, Gail Ann Hurd is the second worst Talking Dead guest ever. They need to keep her locked up away from the public. First place is Marilyn Manson. <clears throat> that Why? is so true, crackers. Why? I don't. First of all, last season Marilyn Manson was on. He didn't. He was talking about everything but the fucking Walking Dead. Oh, really? Or whatever he was talking about to me did not match what the hell I was. See, on I the didn't Walking see Dead. that episode. And so. then Galen heard. You are so right. I don't like her. She's too fucking serious. She doesn't joke. She don't laugh. You mean that black girl? No, Gail Ann Hurd is one of the producers. She's white. She's got like oh, short I know which brown one you hair. Mean. Yeah, the short brown hair yeah, lady. I don't like her. Now Scott Gimple, at least he can. He's got a dry kind. I of like that punk guy. Sarcastic humor, but the Gail Ann Hurd. No, I don't like her. Mm-hmm. Well, I like the guy that was. Uh, his name is C M Punk. Then they had the black chick there oh, I, uh, I, uh, I, in the middle, and uh, Beth was, was on a, the end. Well, that was, no. Uh, um, not Beth. Eugene was on the end. Wasn't he? Wasn't that I don't know. the Eugene one? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> she was funny. Though. I didn't see the last two talking about okay, it, so well, I don't know what you're Okay. About. I can't think of what but the Anywho, what they need to get the one lady they always show in the um, behind the scenes. She's a producer, but she's got like blondish hair. Yes, that woman, because she's always. She's always talking to Yeah. Very lively. And get that other chick off. Mm hmm. Uh, last season, I got a lot of people nervous because I said it's jacked up to give spoilers and feedback disguised as theories. What I was referring to was a so-called prediction and feedback that Eugene was lying and the person gave his exact occupation right out of the comic book. For good measure, this person also listed the reasons <laughs> Eugene gave to Tara in the show about why the group wouldn't protect him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there is no way to guess all that based on Eugene being on screen for a minute and a half at that point in the show. Yep. See, and I, I never went back crackers yep. to see who it was that gave that. Yep. But uh, she's feedback. right, though. <clears throat> she's right. Mm-hmm. For St. Tupac's sake, let the sisters and the others... <laughs> <laughs> I love Tupac! Let the sisters and others who haven't read the comics find out on their own. Thank you. I also blame the comic readers for letting the cannibal story out of the bag. Yep. There was nothing about Terminus that said cannibals until Glenn's group was greeted with barbecue. But all in all, from the first railway sign, the groups encountered everybody and they mama who read the comic or spoilers just happened to guess they were cannibals waiting. That is a good point, Crackers. Yep. Yep. Cut it out. Spoilers are not sexy. Yeah, yep. true. That's right. Anyhow, I'm off my soapbox. Hope the fam is enjoying this season as much as I am, and I'll probably hit y'all up at finale time. Okay. Take care, Crackers Finn. Thank you, Crackers thank Finn. You, thank you, Crackers. But you are certainly correct, though. You can tell those people that read the comics. Yeah. Well, you can't tell when you ain't read them because you don't know it's a spoiler. Yeah, but once you uh, 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 watch that scene, then you realize, oh, shit, they done told. You know what? Yeah. The thing is, we don't know because we don't read it, so we don't know what's the spoiler and what ain't. So yeah. we depend on y'all who have read it to, to read them when they do it. Yeah. So thank you, Crackers. Thank you, Crackers, for that read. For that read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next email is from Jazzy. Hey, Jazzy. Hey, Jazzy. And we haven't heard from her in a while. No. 
Hey, sis. Well, we haven't podcast for a while. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody feel like we ain't heard from in a while. <laughs> hey, sisters. This was seriously a throwaway episode. They could have just said he lied at the church. <laughs> Oh, Lord, have mercy. Okay, let me say her voicemail now. Okay. Hey, sisters and Sister Speak family. This is Jazzy. I'm calling in, and I'm going to make my feedback real short. It's not going to be a long voicemail or anything. I was just calling to say, like, a few things, but the first thing I wanted to say is I fucking knew it. I knew Eugene's ass was lying. I knew it was lying from the beginning. Like, he just didn't look that fucking smart, like, to me. But, like, he obviously wasn't that fucking smart because, like, after you, like, disclosed that you've been lying the whole fucking time, getting all these people killed and shit, you're going to look up at the biggest, burliest bitch, like, up there and tell him I'm smarter than you. Like, I saw that he was about to get his ass kicked and he ain't see it. Like, so he ain't that fucking smart to me. I guess the only question is now is do they go back or, like, do, where the fuck are they going to go? I don't know. I'm interested to see. But, um, I guess that's all I really wanted to say. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Well, thank you, Jazzy, for that voicemail. Thank you, Jazzy. And, and I agree with you, though. Uh, well, while I did halfway enjoy the episode, I don't think it would have had the same impact if he would have just said the church, I lied, you know. But, <clears throat> yeah, I agree with you, though. I mean, what they're going to do now? I hope they go back. It seems to me that that's about all they can do. Is go back. I mean, but it's going to take a while because the, the, the fire truck is stopped. That's true, but that, they'll running. have to walk. They're going to have to walk. And I mean, he, yeah. He's hurt, so, you know. I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know what that group's going to do. Mm. I don't either, but, I mean, there ain't nothing else to do. The mission's over. You know? They can't go forward can't because go forward. That, that whole horde of, wa- right. uh, of walkers, and so they walk, can't go through that. And I don't see Glenn and Maggie <laughs> saying, okay, we're just going to keep going willy-nilly somewhere. No. No, they're going to say, well, we're going back to our group. Yes. And and because even if they had a whole bunch of bullets, they don't have enough bullets to kill all of those that was there. Yep. Mm-mm. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I... <laughs> He I don't know. We're going to have to church. see. Yeah. The problem is he was too scared to stay at the church. So he, yeah, he was. But he done, he done threw fucking glass in the damn tank. Oh, yeah. All kind of shit. I mean, he could have did something else to make sure. Flatten the tires, something. He sat, and so now we know that back when we first saw Eugene, and he grabbed that gun and was shooting up the side of he the... He did that shit on purpose. He did it on purpose. Yep. So he could hit the gas tank and drain out the gas. Exactly. To slow their asses down. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Eugene, I think if I was there, though, Eugene'd have to get a beat down for me, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, mm-hmm. I mean, damn, it was one punch. Ooh, and wait till Sasha find out. Ooh. Oh, I don't... Oh yeah, Bob done died for for that shit. They weren't going nowhere though. No, that's true though. But it was, damn, they weren't going to Washington during that. That's true. Mm-mm-mm. Thank you, Jazzy. Thank you, Jazzy. Okay, our next email is from Ozzy John again. Okay, cool. Hey, Ozzy John. Is it real long ass again? Um. Well. Mm. It, it looks okay, long, now John, come but on. His points are shorter, so. 
Hey, sisters. How are y'all going? How are y'all going? I'm good as well. Don't worry about things being late. You are worth the wait. <laughs> that said, <laughs> wait, that said, happy new year's, everyone. <laughs> I hope everyone had a good holiday and that 2015 is good for everyone. Oh, now, hey, now, John, come on, John. Now. That's just rude, John. That's not even we right, ain't John. even had Thanksgiving yet. Well, they don't have Thanksgiving oh, in Australia. That's true. So they don't know about When well, we ain't ended Thanksgiving yet. But you yeah. have New Year's the same time as we do. So yeah. we know it ain't no. John, mm. now look, that wasn't even a subtle one. That was cold. That was a straight out blatant read. <laughs> okay, mm, he says, mm, now mm. for the Walking Dead episode, self-help. Mm, I like mm, this mm. episode. It proves you can have a side episode to build other characters that is actually good. Yeah. What? What? Like Here it though. are some of my thoughts. Number one, the reveal of the worst kept secret that Eugene was a liar. All the comic readers knew it was coming, and everyone else pretty much knew it was coming. It was a better reveal in the show. Yeah. Number two, I like the concept of the fire hose scene. Yeah, I like that. Now that was a good scene. That was good. My favorite part of the scene was the dirty, guts-filled brown water washing away at the end. <laughs> it was awesomely gross, even if the hose wasn't at full strength to protect stunt people. Mm-hmm. Number three. Speaking of this scene, did anyone notice the car park over the road with lights on? It was my who is mowing the lawns moment of the episode. Who was the car park? Huh. I didn't notice that. Hmm. Did anyone notice the car park over the road with sides on? Over the road with lights on? I did not notice that. I didn't either. Hmm. I'm going to have to go back and look. Number four. I hope the massive horde comes into play this time. Our group hasn't really had to deal with something like this yet, except when Tyrese used his hammer to escape a small part of one. It would be awesome to see them getting chased by something of this magnitude. <laughs> Shit! Well, but see, these zombies are not like Z Nation or uh uh Oh and honey. That one with Brad Pitt in it, uh World War Z. Yeah, World War Z. These, these don't run. Up, thank you. I was gonna say Z Nation, they kinda fast. Yeah, when say World War Z, them suckers was run. running. Full speed. Running full speed. five seconds mm-hmm. flat. Now it's been two years and these suckers is kinda slow. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five. Now that Abraham has to deal with Eugene's lie and perhaps deal with death, with the death of his family properly, I hope he doesn't go all soft on us. Between Tyrese, Father Gabriel, Beth, and even Eugene, there is enough stories of weaker people finding their inner strength. Yeah, I don't think he's going to go soft though. I don't either. I think he, if anything, he's going to be crazier. He's going to be meaner. Yeah, that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Number six, Maggie is still the worst sister ever. I know I'm not the first to say it, and it's not the first time I have mentioned it, but it really is becoming a joke. If they have a reunion, the writers had better not have Maggie say something like, Oh, Beth, I never gave up. Hope you made it. Yeah, yeah. Because she ain't yeah, mentioning her at she ain't all. looking for her fucking ass yet. It's no. Daryl looking for her ass. Daryl's looking okay? for her ass. Even Rick asks more fucking questions about yes. Beth on screen than, yes. what's her name? Maggie. Yep. She didn't mention her at all. Yes. That's a writer's uh, issue, though. Yep. Anyway, I hope the finished feedback made it to you. I accidentally pe- pressed the send button on my first draft. Yep, we got it. Cheers, ladies. Have a good one. John. P.S. I realize that signing off as Ozzy John sounded stupid, 
So there will be no more of that. <laughs> Why? We like that. I like John. Yeah, we like Aussie John. That's how we know who you are. Yeah. Well, thank you, Aussie John. Thank you, John. John. Uh, John. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. <laughs> From Australia. That's what yeah, we'll say. That's what we'll say. Okay. Okay. Um, our next email is from Myron again. Hey, Myron. Hello, Sister K. Just wanted to send you a note about the movie Dear White People. I just saw over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck Remember is we that? Were talking about that last, uh, the last podcast. Mm. <clears throat> I think it's about forging an identity for minorities in a major in a majority white space, college campus in this case. Mm. Through the eyes of Lionel, the viewer quickly learns that there is no such thing as a quintessentially black person or anybody else for that matter. <clears throat> there is a level of frustration in dealing with people who think they know who you are simply by the color of your skin. Anyway, I enjoy the film and I believe you will too if you decide to see it. Don't take this to Jay, though. <laughs> what the fuck? He said, don't, see, don't take this to Jay. Why? Maybe one or both of the alphabetized sisters might appreciate it better. If you do see it, the character who plays Troy, Brandon P. Bell, will star in a sci-fi three-day event. It's being billed Ascension. <laughs> It's called Ascension. I think mm. I've seen a commercial on that. Mm. Sister J will probably be interested in this show. Mm. It airs on December 15th on Sci-Fi. <laughs> I ain't listening to nothing. <laughs> I ain't listening to nothing else you fucking say. Tell my don't take Sister J. He's probably saying because you won't like it. Mm. This, the movie. Check out Sci-Fi's website to learn more about the show. Until next time, Myron. P.S. I think all the sisters will enjoy the character of Troy in the movie. Just mm. saying. P.S.S. A man is patiently awaiting Sister, a Sister Speak podcast, The Walking Dead, to return as the Sister See Fit. Mm. Thank you, Myron, for that background on Dear White People. Thank you, Myron. But you know what? Yeah, I ain't going to watch that shit. <sighs> that's for you young folk. Oh, goodness, mm. that's funny. I know all about living in a majority country when you are minority. I don't need some fucking movie. Sister Jay, that's to, not even what he's talking about. To tell about. me. I know all about being on a fucking college campus where you one of maybe five black people in the whole place. Shit. <sighs> I live that shit. Okay, anyway, Sister Jay. That's probably why he said don't make Sister Jay. Yeah. He knows. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He knows. Shit. I'd, I'd be up in that movie saying, oh, fuck this shit. Y'all fucking stupid. Sister Jay. I, I probably would. You probably would. Because you know I'd be talking in movies. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Myron. See what you done kicked off, Myron? Hey, Myron. I freely admit, I'm one of them black people that when, that when, oh I, go women, when I go to the movies, especially if it's like a halfway scary movie, and I say, oh shit, no! <laughs> Don't open that door! Oh lord. <laughs> or else, you know, they run it in the woods, and the little blonde white girl fall down. <laughs> I'll be saying, oh, hell yeah. 
You'd be like, bitch, get up! Yeah, no. I'd be saying, oh, hell yeah, yeah. You know she gonna fall. Cause she'll be well, it's, uh, it's, it's all the <sighs> Oh, my goodness, CJ. Mm. Well, actually, um, that was our very last email of okay, the episode. That's probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah, he's just taking time, y'all. <laughs> you can tell. Right. Thank you guys so much for your feedback. Thank y'all. Keeping up with us and being Woo. patient on the podcast. We appreciate it. We do appreciate um, it. Send in your feedback for the next. We know um, we are behind and we are catching One more. up. We're behind one more. Yeah, we're behind one more. So uh, definitely send in your feedback for Consumed, which was the next episode. Yep. Um, and we are going to try to knock that out in the next couple of days. So get it in quick. Yep. Okay. To do that, you can send an email to assistedspeak at gmail.com. You can also leave a comment on our website, which is assistedspeakpodcast.com. Uh, we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. And also, you can find us on Twitter at underscore Sister J and underscore Sister K. Yep. We also have a voicemail number, which is 972-755-1215 if you would like to leave a voicemail or leave a tagline or whatever you would like to leave. All right. Well, that is it for now. I am Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. We didn't want to waste the bullets. What's up, podcast world? This is Robert from the Bay, a.k.a. The Archer, and you're listening to the Sister Speak podcast with my ladies, Sister J, a.k.a. The Samurai, and Sister K, the ringleader. Hi, this is Jackie calling from the San Francisco Bay Area, and on behalf of the Sister Speak family, this is just a public service announcement to remind you not to eat while watching The Walking Dead, because, you know... Tainted meat. Tainted meat, y'all. Hey, everyone. This is Tammy calling from New Jersey. And just like a walker, if the sisters take breaks, I'll get the shakes.